apples with boughs of holly. Tra la 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 la. Welcome to the Salt Report, where three of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt about video games, cosplay, movies, comics, and all things nerdy. I'm Jake, and I'm here with Kay. Hi. And Jesse. Yo. And this is episode 75. I don't know when I started counting down, but it's been kind of fun. But I never know what to say after I say the number. Getting getting <laughs> close to episode 100. The big one. Yeah. The big The big, <laughs> the one, big one. Which will probably just spend like a normal one. Probably, yeah. but it's episode one hundred. So, prote- why am I taking the glue off of these when I need it? When um, it's episode one hundred. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I am I am a unprofessional butt munch. <laughs> I thought there was a spider glued to my project, and I almost just got up and screamed. But it is not a spider. It's just something that's shaped exactly like a spider. Okay, we can all live our lives. Otherwise, I was like, this podcast is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I need to leave like, right now. But we just started yeah. recording. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Gotta burn down this fucking room. I'm just like, when was the last time someone used butt munch in a sentence though? Like Oh. Like home alone too? <laughs> <laughs> hey butt munch, it's Christmas time. <laughs> Merry Crisis. <laughs> Merry Crisis. <laughs> Listen, I yeah. just because I like the word butt munch, I I was in um, that math class from hell, which I'm, one day I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get thrown out. Well, I'll just wait till I'm finished with my entire class and then just turn around and then they're like, here's your final grade. And I'll just turn around and punch the guy next to me in the face. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, like I was in that class and I was finally losing it and I was just swearing. Like my, my filter turned off and I was just sailor Jesse and I was swearing up a storm. <laughs> and that guy who always sits next to me, who drives me insane was like, Jesse, damn, Jesse, shush, like, come on. Like this, you got, you, damn. And I was just like, you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, listen, I am carrying us right now. And this is, this is worse than any Overwatch carry I've ever had in my entire life. That's <laughs> just like, when I die, I hope this guy lowers my coffin into the ground so he can let me down one last time. It's so true. That, that. <laughs> fucking dude and the thing is is like when he gets something he just speeds through and tells everybody it's easy and they should just get it instead of slowing down to like explain it to them but if he doesn't get it then we all have to slow down to explain it to him you know what i'm saying and i'm just like i don't got time for this anymore you don't know but you're messing with a you're messing with a person who's ready to fight everyone um speaking of fighting everyone the sponsor in our hearts uh, I don't know why this is a switch over to the sponsor in our hearts, but like you, this year, what's been really popular in the states? I don't know about your countries. Are these Swedish Christmas gnomes? Um, I posted one of them on Twitter and wrote Torbjorn under it because they all kind of remind me of Torbjorn. But they're like essentially just like a a, a cone that they fill with like beads and fluff. And then they create, like, a little cone hat for it. And then they, like, put a beard and, like, a bead for the nose. And the hat kind of covers their eyes. And that's it. Like, that's, like, the whole gnome. 
Um, and they're everywhere this year. They're just coming for us. They're they're coming. They're coming. <laughs> they're coming. You better watch out. You, you better, better watch out. out. You, you better, better watch, watch out. out. <laughs> so like, I had to know why they have these fucking gnomes, right? And like, I vaguely remember some of the kids uh, from my high school had had them in their house. And so like, apparently they're like domestic servants or whatever. Like they're they're like house spirits or whatever. So you would like leaves them stuff in exchange for them like cleaning your house but on the other hand if you didn't leave them stuff they they are menaces so um kind of kind of like children i guess but uh, yeah these gnomes are fucking everywhere and they just remind me of torbjorn they also remind me of this lady who was really mad at her neighbor so she just kept leaving gnomes on their lawn like you know, those little tiny gnomes and the lady got so freaked out and like the you know like the 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 neighborhood chat or whatever she put up a fucking camera to like view these the person leaving the gnomes in her yard because she was like so upset about these gnomes but then they put on like a mask and gloves to deliver the gnome (laughs) (laughs) it was just like an ordinary garden gnome oh so gnomes it's the gnomes it's the gnomes they're coming. <laughs> They're in your house now. <laughs> They'll kick you apart. They'll kick the you apart. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> you turn around and you're like, it's not Jake from State Farm. <laughs> it's Torbjorn. Torbjorn. That would be pretty menacing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool, cool. So... Uh, yeah, let's jump into some pre-salt. Um, mine is the little dude turn two last, last Saturday. Yeah. And in record time, jumped into the terrible twos and is now throwing tantrums. So, hooray! <laughs> hooray! Uh, but no, like, it's, it's been pretty cool. Like, um... It's just funny because, like, the whole, like, let's sing happy birthday. And, like, when he was one, we didn't really have a birthday party. Um, We just kind of got together and gave him a little cake. But, we like, I guess, like, I don't know. Like, he just didn't remember, like, three people singing happy birthday to him. But this time there was, like, a whole bunch of families singing happy birthday to him. He got embarrassed, I guess. Uh, yeah, like, he, like, hit him. I, like, like tried to bury himself in my neck as I was holding him when we were singing. Um, but, no, like, he was wiling out. The only thing that was kind of sad was they got him a Lightning McQueen piñata. And the thing that I th- I think a lot of like adults forget is that when you're two and you see a bunch of people s- like beating your yeah, hero with a stick. <laughs> yeah. It kind of freaks them out. So uh he did not enjoy the piñata and seeing yeah, the Lightning McQueen ripped for his guts of candy. I want to beat the shit out of Lightning McQueen with a like, stick. That just makes you think of that cute little video of the kid that's like sadly tapping a pinata with a stick, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man pinata, and eventually one of his parents like takes the stick and the blindfold away from him and he runs up and hugs Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah, like, I, Jake, I think you hit it right on the head where you're like, uh, well, I don't think kids like to see their hero just like, smash <laughs> yeah. with candy. So you have to get them like... A generic pinata or like some kind of like 
villain pinata. Yeah, something they don't mind hitting, but like, yeah, it's like not lightning. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was it was fun. Like it was the first time we did like a big birthday party. Like, cause at one we're like, why why do a big one at one? That's just like all the adults could get together. And they're all going to bring them all kinds of toys. And we're like, we don't really need toys. And then even now, they got him all these toys. I'm like, he already has so many toys. <laughs> he doesn't need more. You're just going to play with the box. like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm like, he doesn't need more cars. He already has way more cars. But no, it was like super fun. And, and like, I'm just like, wow, he's already two. Like, that's crazy. And um, thinking about it, like, it's like it, we're coming up to November. <laughs> And I got another one on the way in January, so um, it's oh, a. Yeah, and it's I kinda... have uh, the mo- like my mom has one kid in. Um, uh, I'm my brother's January and I'm February, and we're right after Christmas, <laughs> like our birthdays. It's yeah. a it's a time. I don't think my mom planned that very well. I mean, she didn't, didn't <laughs> plan it at all, but like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think, well, when she was planning us, I don't think that was her first thought was like, what are their birthdays going to look like right next to each other? Like, but you know, you'll make it. Yeah. And then it's also like, it's like birthday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's birthday. So (laughs) yeah, my end of year, beginning of year is probably going to be pretty hectic from the rest of my life. So, (laughs) but yeah, so. That was, that was, yeah, he was turning two, and yeah, we're happy. And then my next thing is, because um, we didn't get to talk about this last week because we took it off, but um, She-Ra is my jam. Yeah, it's um, really good. I watched it, like, twice. Like, I think me and the little dude watched it up to, like, episode 10. And then my wife, uh, she had, like, different appointments and different stuff she was doing that day. And when she came home, I was like, yo, you should watch this. It's really good. And then we started at episode one again and <laughs> went all the way through. <laughs> So I technically watch episodes run through 10 twice and then finished it off. And no, it's, it's a wonderful cartoon, like hands down, like it's got heart, it's got soul, it's got story, it's got character development, it's got character design up the wazoo. Yeah. It's, which I it's, really appreciate it. Every single one of the character designs from this are better than the originals. Yeah. Yeah. Like, (laughs) Uh, I saw all these guys complaining about how, um, like, some of the characters looked really gay. And they're like, right, because the originals didn't look gay. And then they, like, posted a picture of Bo from the original. And it was just like, oh, I have some news for you, my guy, my dude. Like... People, like, that, that is kind of surprising. They're like, oh, it's too gay. And like, okay, where have you been for the past half century when yeah. people were making gay jokes about He-Man yeah. 24-7? Like, <laughs> like, like I, just, I just have so many fucking questions. Also, somebody pointed out that it's really cute that, like, um, Bo is a, is a male character that, like, they would really like to see more of, where he's... He's a warrior, but he's sensitive and he's sweet and he's kind and he's rewarded for that. You know what I'm saying? And like he has friends that are girls, but he's not creepy towards them. (laughs) Like they even have slumber parties kind of together. And that's super cute to me. And like that kind of like you can be strong, but you don't have to be toxic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah. Like. I thought I his his, being mean. his introduction yeah. was so good because they have him in the shadows. And you're like, is this a bad guy? And he shoots an arrow, and you're like, what the heck? And then he's just like, hey, come outside. And she's like, I can't. And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, I'm getting in trouble. 
what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you just like yeah. teleport? And then into like her room? I love this. The second he gets teleported into her room, the first thing he starts doing is cleaning her room. Like he starts oh, yeah. picking up her shirts and folding them up, and she's like talking and stuff like that. And I'm like, like my mom. oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the mom of the group. Like, yeah, I'm just, he's like, the I love mom. The second Bo shows up, you're like, I love him. He's my son he, now. <laughs> he also like automatically adopts Adora. Like yeah. everybody else is kind of like, I don't want like Glimmer is like I don't. Well, Glimmer comes around. I mean, obviously because they're the best friend squad. But like at first, she's like, I don't want an enemy near me, and blah blah blah. blah. And Bo is like, What do you mean you've never been to a party? <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, What do you mean you've never seen a horse? Like, yeah, horse. Like he just gets like so sad. He's like, What kind of life were you living? Yeah. She's just like, I was in a military cult. Like. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, this show is just so good. And, like, I think I even tweeted, I'm like, Noel Stevenson is a genius. Like, come catch these hands if you think otherwise. Like, uh, like. Yeah, I haven't watched She yet, but, like, I love a lot of Noel Stevenson's comic work. So. Oh, you're going to love it. Finally, like, it's get just, around to it. It's so yeah. good. Like, yeah, one like of those I've days. I've talked about you're... before. I think She is really meant for, like, kids, but, like, you can endo- enjoy it as an adult, too. And there's yeah. so many references to other nerdy shit. Yeah. Um, like, fucking seahawks entire they just recreate the cantina scene from the first star wars movie when they meet seahawk and he's like they even like create like the equivalent of a kessel run for him to have done like it's really funny um but he handles it differently but yeah i was like you can really see everybody's passions in it you know what i'm saying yeah and it's, I refuse to believe that that Sonic Arrow is not a Hawkeye reference. Oh, it's totally I, Sonic Arrow. <laughs> yeah, like, he he has all these trick arrows, too, and I'm like, this screams Hawkeye to me, but, like, I can't prove it, but I refuse to believe it's anything other than a Hawkeye I reference. Mean, Noelle Stevenson did draw a bunch of Hawkeye fan comics. She sure so. did. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. I'm I was like, going to say that panel Hawkeye you reference. found of Hawkeye oh. seems like evidence enough. Yeah, the sonic arrow. I love that yeah. arrow because it just goes flying by the enemy and it's like making this <laughs> sound and does nothing but annoy them. <laughs> and he like comes back and he's like, I think I just pissed them off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, this show is so good. Yeah, Seahawk is also, like, one of my favorites. It's like, adventure! And, like, all his boats get set on fire by him. Like, I set it on fire. And uh, and then Scorpia. Scorpia is so freaking awesome. Like, like, she looks so ominous and, like, evil. And you're like, oh, she's going to be, like... You're going to not like her. She's going to be super mean. And she shows up the... She has a Minnesota accent. Oh my, and the second she shows up, she's all like, I'm a hugger, and squeezes the crap out of Katra. And you're just you know, like, yes, that's my daughter. What haunts <laughs> me, though, how does she get dressed with her scorpion hands? With those scorpion hands? Yeah, I'm just like, uh. I have so many questions about how she lives her life with scorpion hands, and they refuse to fucking address it. Yeah. I'm like, season two, somebody show a picture of her, like, I don't know, eating with her scorpion hands. <laughs> Yeah, like, when she got into that, like, elegant dress for prom, I'm like, how? (laughs) How? How'd she get it on with her scorpion hands? Yeah. (laughs) But, oh my gosh, yeah, every, it's like every character is so good, and like, I I love Catra. Yeah, Catra's She's bad. Catra seems to be the dark horse cosplay character. I've seen a lot of people on cosplay advice groups that are like, how do I do her hair? How do I do her makeup? Like, 
She's so so that's going to be prepare to see a lot of catchers at, yeah, at, at uh, upcoming comic cons, which I am like I'm stoked. That'll be really cool. But I yeah. I like she she whoever designed her has a cat because like she she'll like when she's upset <laughs> she does this thing that Luna does where her tail is just like whoosh, 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 oh yeah right yeah. but yeah. like she's sitting perfectly still but her tail is telling you all of her emotions yeah um, and then like she'll purr when she's happy she'll do this like. And it's so cute. I mean, she's bad, but she's also, I also love her. I mean, that's generally, that seems to be a theme with my favorite characters. But. <laughs> well, see, like, that's, it's, so, it's like, so well-developed. Like, even, like, her becoming, like, you know, the villain, like, she really wasn't until the end. Like, it's... I mean, oh, we'll, we'll talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is before we start it, spoiling but... it for, for Kate. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, it's, it just, it is... This is why, like, I'm going to warn the listener now, like, my whole salt is, like, all the, like, shitheads talking crap about She-Ra. So, yeah, stay we'll, tuned. we'll all get into stay that. Stay tuned, because, yeah, I even put in it, uh, in, our, in our doc, it's um it's an onslaught of salt, an onslaught, if you will. Um, So, yeah, like, I was, like, furious that day. And then there was, like, somebody that tried to, like, at the, like, podcast, and I was, like... I think they were just adding like anybody who mentioned. <laughs> yeah, Shira, no, it was like so. anybody, and they're trying to like Which, hashtag. Like, who Shira. has the fucking time? Yeah, know. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, he's like, I'm gonna go home and get hero trending. I'm like, you're a freaking we'll, dumbass. We'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's <laughs> that. But like, um, yeah. So stay tuned for that, dear listeners, because yeah, we're probably gonna go ham on that. Um, but then my my last couple of um pre salts is um, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs is on netflix which is like a coen brothers joint i guess i'm not a big fan of the coen brothers like and and i know there's like probably like um like movie heads that are like what how dare you but i'm like eh like i like some movies i like some i like the coen brothers i'm like kind of like i like that one i didn't like this one i like that one i didn't like the other two um but buster scruggs was a pretty interesting because um it's like kind of like six short films i guess all kind of like told in like uh the te- you know the west or whatever but it's like different kind like it opens up with buster scruggs being the main like the first one and it's like this like funny um like musical almost <laughs> like the guy sings the whole time and it's it's just like he's like such like a and i forget the name of the actor but you see him and you're like oh yeah this guy he's usually like a goofy guy or maybe like a a government employee or something like that in movies um so he and he's like this like super tough like gunslinger but he's like singing like these silly songs i think he's like the the sans sabo song the musical stuff with hail caesar and they're just like we could do this yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like, it. really good and catchy it's got uh the guy that plays hank in detroit i forget what it is it uh Clancy Brown. Yeah, Clancy Brown's in it. He's a uh, he's I love Clancy Brown. Yeah, he's Curly Joe, <laughs> this like uh gambler guy or whatever. He's like, You're gonna play those cards and that whole scene with him is Brother like Justin. Yeah, it's just it's crazy what goes down. But it's like super funny and hilarious and then like some of the some of the stories go from like I guess that being the hilarious and whatever to like dark and grim and everything in between that you would see in different different stories in the west um there's one with like james franco that's kind of funny but then you're like he just has this bad luck where he keeps ending up under like a noose 
Like, and so like one of the scenes, like they show and even in the trailer, there's a guy like, like in the gallows next to him, about to get hung and he's crying and he looks at him and he's like, your first time. And so like, like this bad luck that Franco keeps on running into. Um, and then like other, like super sad stories. There's one with Liam Neeson's. That's just like, I'm like, Oh my God, this is dark. Um, but it was like, it was pretty fun. And the thing that I saw written about it was like, it reminded people of like, the stranger story side quest from red dead redemption. And they really do like in red dead redemption, you'll just run into some weirdo stranger guy on the side of the, the, the road as you're going to the next town. And then you go on some crazy adventure, um, especially in the new game. There are some wild, wild, like side missions where you just run into people. Um, one of which, um, happened to me last night where I, I come across a mansion and um it looks abandoned so i'm like oh i'm gonna go in and see what's what's in there see if i can loot it or anything and i come across this scene where there's a guy hunched over on the table next to all these money clips and then another guy on the side so it looks like they shot each other for the money so you're like oh sweet free money and the second you grab the money the guy grabs you like, like, what are you doing? Grabbing my money. And it scared the crap out of me. I totally forgot how to shoot and everything. They ended up killing me. I got so, like, I would probably pee myself. I got like, so, and like, the, like even the dude's face, like the face looked like it was like all like jacked up. So I don't know if it was just like, you know, hygiene back then, but like the dude looked dead. And then he like grabs me like, what are you doing with my money? And like, I was trying to aim. No, I was trying to shoot, but you need to aim um to do like the 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 bullet time or whatever but i'm just shooting and trying to do bullet time like why is it bullet time working like just totally like threw me off um but that was like really really good and then um what was this other one i did there's i don't know there's just like wild crazy stuff there's like a serial killer around um (laughs) i'm trying to think of what other one i did the other night that was like wild um but yeah, Buster Scruggs kind of fits into that whole um, like random Western stranger stories that you'll find in Red Dead Redemption. So if you're playing Red Dead Redemption and you like it, you should totally check out Buster Scruggs because you'll probably like that too. And I, I think today and was like, "Have you played Red Dead Redemption?" And I was like, "No, but every single fucking person I know is playing it right now." Like, <laughs> yeah. like, Don't worry, I understand what you're trying to tell me. Like, I understand your. Reference it's not really that complicated of a game like yeah. yeah it's really not yeah it's just it's just it's really fun like the detail they put into it like um like yeah you can beat the game and still wander around and like like it's already beat it and i'm still wandering around finding stuff or you know picking up loose ends and different stuff like that and um there's this one guy that i watch on youtube like in case like you know, like he's like, oh, check out this thing or find out these secrets. And there's like also like treasure hunt maps that I really don't know how to do. So I was looking it up. And then like even him, he's already beat the game, I think, probably like twice for his YouTube channel. And um, he was like, he has another interaction in the town where he's like, I already beat this game twice and I haven't seen this interaction. And so it's like kind of cool. Like, I, I think they have it literally by where you're at in town, where you're at in the story. If it's day, if it's night, there's probably some kind of interaction you can have with the NPC and different stuff like that. And then I guess my last thing is they're rolling out online. So looks like I'm going to be doing some OC Cowboys this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) So 
I hope they let you at least do two people for free, like they did in Grand Theft Auto, so that way I can have like a gnarly. Well, I don't know if I'll make them gnarly. I always end up not making them look ugly, but like I can have my like desperado dude, and then have my like bounty hunter like cowgirl or something like that. I don't know. Jake likes his handsome lads and his handsome ladies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fight crime if you ain't cute. <laughs> you can't fight crime if you ain't cute. Right. It's right. <laughs> And you can't commit crimes if you ain't cute. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And that's my pre-salt. All right. Um, I'll start with the not 14 stuff. Uh, I've been watching My Hero Academia. <laughs> um, I started it kind of on a whim. And I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm like, um, I don't remember what episode I'm on, but I'm partway through the, like, school sports festival arc. Sports festival arc. I love how they're like, oh, yes, a normal school thing that we're going to do. And they're like, oh. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am watching it in English um, because I like to watch it when I'm doing other stuff. And people like to talk shit about dubs, but I think this one's fine. Uh, they got Chris Sabat to play All Might, which is basically perfect casting. Vegeta. Vegeta. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of Dragon Ball actors in this. I went, I looked up the cast list and was like looking through to see who was what. There's a lot of Dragon Ball actors in this. Definitely the weirdest and funniest. And I sent this to you, Jesse, and also one of my friends uh, offline. Um, the guy that plays Overhaul is credited as a character in Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. And that's like the <laughs> strangest voice acting credit I have ever seen. I like circled uh my hero academia and don't have me i'm scared on the wikipedia article and i'm like excuse me i have some questions <laughs> but um yeah i i'm enjoying it so far i'm like i'm not even that far in i um i remember distinctly thinking because jake you had your issues with bakugo right yeah. Um, and I remember thinking, like, he isn't as bad as I thought he was going to be, but maybe I'm just used to that kind of character, or maybe I was sufficiently prepared, yeah. because everybody yeah. complained about how he's annoying just, he is. He's just blonde Sasuke, okay? He's just blonde Sasuke. <laughs> yeah. He really is. Um, you ever wonder just... why the Sasuke cosplayers are always the ones who get arrested? <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder that, actually. <laughs> it's, it's always Sasuke. It's um, always Sasuke. Yeah. I like. I would kind of disagree though, because I feel like it. It is, but like, I feel like Sasuke broods more. Like he's like, oh, I'm gonna be the best. Yeah, and it's yeah, like all internal monologue. But like, he also just hates Naruto for no goddamn reason. Like, just, just <laughs> yeah, no, but like at the same up. time, like it, it's still like the. Well, I don't know. Like I, I haven't got that far, so maybe it changed. Like you said, it does change. I guess. But like, yeah, no, the character. The character I'm hating on is uh, Mineta. Oh my fuck! I haven't God. really got to that dude yet. I am, I'm kind of in an interesting spot with My Hero Academia in that I'm familiar with a lot of the characters' designs, if not their names, just because my friends are so into it. Yeah. Um, I will say, for a long time, I thought um, Tomura was a Tokyo Ghoul character, and I'm not really sure why I thought that, but I didn't I didn't <laughs> think that he was from My Hero Academia. It was like, because the hands, that was another thing that was really disappointing to learn. The hands don't actually do anything. They're just his no. costume. <laughs> yeah, they hide his face because he doesn't like people to see who he is. I thought, you know, that was part of his powers, but his powers is something else entirely. And I was like, oh, they're just decoration. All right. That's cool, I guess. Um, 
but yeah, like I'm so I'm familiar with some characters just on the site. And I'm like, oh, that's that one. Yeah. Um, Mineta is a character that I'm familiar with because all my friends can't fucking stand him. Um, but I didn't know anything else about him. And then like the moment he opened his mouth in this show, I was just like, oh, I hope he dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he sucks I like I, I texted my friend I was like do they ever explain how this guy got into the school because I don't understand like, class A he got into yeah. fucking class A which is like the hero class being and he's a coward know. and his power sucks and it's like how did you get here <laughs> how did you get here and apparently there's like an author's note in the manga that he fixed somebody's car and so they essentially gave him a recommendation and I'm like okay that makes sense yeah, okay. um, but it's never like fully explained in the show <laughs> or in the manga. <laughs> but yeah, that's I, I'm going to keep watching it. I, I like it so far, and like the dub's not that bad. Y'all just mean. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, other than that, it's like a ton of Final Fantasy 14 stuff. Uh, Final Fantasy Fan Fest was the weekend before last. And I wasn't there, but I did watch live streams of all the, like, important stuff. And so I got to see all the all the stuff about, like, Shadowbringers, um, which is the next expansion coming out in the summertime. So I have until then to finish up all the story quests and get caught up. Oops. Um, I, I've been joking for a long time that, like, I'm going to finally, with all my dawdling especially, I'm going to finally get to level 70 and then they're going to raise the cap. And I'll be like, damn it! And it seems like that's still true. <laughs> Um, they, because they, they are really, they are raising the level cap to eighty. Uh, with the new expansion, they're releasing new jobs. They teased one of them. It's Blue Mage, um, and Blue Mage isn't a full job. It's like they're they're gonna release it. I think with patch four point five, and um, it's gonna be capped at level fifty for now, and it's built more for solo content than dungeon content um and you won't be able to do duty finder with it you can do um pre-made parties and you can do single player and there's going to be like a blue mage festival kind of thing that you can play as blue mage i i don't fully understand it a lot of people are extremely salty about it um but i didn't play final fantasy 11 and don't really have any strong feelings about blue mage so we'll see how it works out um they're going to be changing up the battle system a little bit. Um, they teased some new areas that look pretty cool. Um, they said they're going to introduce a new race, and they were being very coy about what that new race was. And then like Yoshi P turns around and Bugs Bunny is on his shirt, and, and the crowd goes crazy. And he's just like, "What?" So it's it's Vera. It's Vera. <laughs> like they're gonna they're gonna add Vera, which is going to be great. And like I'm super torn because I'm like I like my dragon lady, but Bunny girls, though. <laughs> um, so we'll see how that... They're going to introduce more stuff like that, you know. All, all the stuff everybody expected, but also, like, a, what it sounds like essentially a single-player mode where you can summon NPCs to do dungeons with you instead of, like, real players. Um, so that's kind of... I don't know why you would play an MMO if you weren't willing to play with other people. But... If you aren't willing to play with other people, you can instead summon Thancred, Gishtola, and Alize, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to add a new game plus mode. That's interesting. Um, I don't really know how that's going to work yet. 
they're also going to add world visiting where if you you can um you can so you say i'm i'm, I'm on the fairy server right i'll be able to visit um cactuar and other servers on my data center and then just go back to my home world i'm also curious about how that's going to work because it's like well if i go to cactuar or goblin or whatever do i get the experience bonus oh, yeah. but um it's hard to really know and i i'm not really it'll be nice though you'll be able to play with like um your off server buddies more outside of dungeons and they're also um rearranging the servers because they're adding a data center for europe and america and i'm going to talk about that more later but <laughs> um well I, I have mixed feelings oh, gotcha. um but yeah all that's happening um it was pretty funny they had um like the director or whoever come out and um like dressed as a blue mage and was like aren't we going to talk about the new class and um the other thing I remember from FanFest that somebody took, sent me a video of was, and I sent this to you, was of the, um, from the, like, it was like a serious ass concert where they did, like, music from the game, the piano concert, I think oh, it was. Yeah. And the, the music director gets out on stage and he pulls out an automatone and <laughs> he's, he's like, I play Yangzia. And. <laughs> He starts playing Yenzia on the automatone, which is funny enough. But then he like, you know how they have those like flag shaped things on the yeah. end? They're kind of shaped like a music note, right? Yeah. So he pu he pulls out like a cardboard flag thing and raises it above his head, and then he starts pretending to be an automatone. And, that like, was <laughs> and like, I'm in it. I'm in that uh, Final Fantasy Discord. Uh, for FanFest cosplay, and some people were saying that they were in an airport, and there was a group of people that, like, had obviously just been to FanFest because they, they started doing that. <laughs> just, <laughs> <boom>! <laughs> so, it's amazing. It's become a meme. Um, I love that, but more moving on from that is I've been um, level grinding Dark Knight. Uh, my, my adventures in tanking have... I've been met with mixed success. <laughs> um, I, I level ground from 30 to 50 in Palace of the Dead, which was a bit of a mistake, and now I'm doing 50 to 60 with dungeons. And some of them do fine, and some of them are a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and um, thankfully nobody's been mean about it, but sometimes I'm just like, oh, I can feel that you're, be you're getting frustrated with me. There's also kind of like, there's kind of an interesting moment where like, uh, the primal fight that I like the best is Ravana. Um, and it's not necessarily because of the fight. The fight's fun, but I just like his theme song. <laughs> um, and I haven't fought Ravana since I did it for the story because he never comes up in the trial roulette until yesterday. Um, when I, uh, was able to pull him in the trial roulette while I was grinding Dark Knight and I was like, yeah. And I turned up the music on my TV and then I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm tanking. I don't know how to do this fight. Um, so I went into the chat and I'm like, FYI, I've never done this as a tank. And they're like, no, it's easy. Don't worry. And it, it wasn't that bad. You just got to kill those fucking butterflies. Um, but other than that, it's been, it's been fun. I'm going to talk about this a little bit more um, in the salt, but for positives, the, um, the dark Knight quest chain is kind of interesting because without spoiling too much, 
Um, essentially, the crux of the, the plot line is that your character is so fucking sick of all of these random NPCs making their problems her problems. Don't they care about me? <laughs> what about my feelings, essentially? <laughs> what about um, me? What about Shmi? <laughs> everyone asks, where is the Warrior of Light? Who's the Warrior of Light? No one ever asked, how's the Warrior of Light? Perfect. And so that's kind of the premise of it, is that your character's really tired of, of the MMO formula. And um, your mentor for the levels 30 to 50 quests is um, Frey, who gets more and more unstable as time goes on. Because she's, she's kind of, I mean, your character's silent, right? So she's kind of in there like, what do you mean you're mad that we bought, brought your product back covered in blood and viscera? We brought it back for you, didn't we? Um, but that, it culminates in, in an interesting plot point. I really liked it. And now we're going on to the 50-60 quest where they introduce uh, Sidurgu and Riel. And they're kind of continuing with that. I re- just did a, a plot point where I finally understand the whole Dark Knight's punching Moogles jokes that I've been reading everywhere. Because <laughs> you just fight like 10, 15 Moogles in a row. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's just it's just a lot of responsibility. You're kind of the de facto party leader when you're a tank. Um, and I am used to hanging back uh, at the back of the pack and just following. So I'm kind of like, uh, I... Um, recently was in a dungeon and realized very quickly i was in the sunken temple of karn and i realized very quickly that i was the only person in the dungeon that knew how to play that dungeon and so i had to stop everybody at the entrance to each boss fight and explain the mechanics and i had to um tell them like okay up ahead let me kill these enemies because i have to kite them to these buttons and let them die on the buttons so that we can open the door like um thanks it was (laughs) what (laughs) I just called you Alpha. I was like, thanks, Alpha. <laughs> alpha K. I'm going to get fucking... I don't know how K is going to kill me from Utah, but it's going to happen. Like, Or she'll just alpha's wait. A, alpha's a character in Final Fantasy XIV, so I got really confused. Oh, okay. I was being an uwu piece of shit. Uwu? <laughs> no, do not. Ooh. $300 fine. Shit! <laughs> Even in the Christmas season, K... Yes. Especially. $500 fine. <laughs> That's gift money for my family. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mentioned to my Link Shell afterwards, I was like, I was, I, it's finally happened. I had to be the tank explaining dungeon mechanics to all the newbie players. And they're like, you've leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> you've leveled up in life. I've leveled up as a player. <laughs> I've graduated from baby tank to... Like toddler tank, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm. Go- I mean, I'm going to stick with it. I my. I guess my plan right now, and I don't even know if it's going to come to fruition. But I, my plan right now is to hopefully have um, my main class, which is bard, and possibly a tank or a healer at level cap when the expansion comes out, because I don't know what the line is going to look like. Because um, everything I've heard about Stormblood is that um, they because they released two new dps classes for stormblood and they reworked bard pretty significantly so like everybody was playing dps and there were no tanks or healers and it was really really difficult to get into dungeons so 
I, but they said they're going to do multiple classes, but I don't know what those multiple classes are. So I just want to have options for dealing with the dungeon queue. So that's my plan. And it's probably a bad plan. <laughs> Troll in the dungeon. We'll talk about Harry Potter know. later. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my pre-salt. Okay. Sorry, Jake. I'm trying to mute my mic as much as possible. <laughs> I'm trying to do homework and do this at the same time, but like, I'm a bad person, um, and my life is falling apart. Anyway, in pre-salt, Jake and I already talked about uh, She-Ra, and then um, I played some Ash uh, on Mystery Heroes, because everybody's auto-locking Ash right now and everything else, and I'm like, really? Can I please... Can I please, can I, can I please, can I get, please a get a waffle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she's pretty fun. Like, her mechanics are pretty fun. Uh, I hate Bob if I'm not playing Ash. Like, the other day, it's like, his AI is too smart. Can we nerf him just a little bit? Like, he was chasing me down. And I'm like, why me? Um, yeah, so if you can stand behind something, he can't really get to you. But, like, Jesus. Like, the other day... I watched him take out my whole team, and I was just Anna, and I'm, like, trying to keep them alive, and I'm, like, rip, rip because we were in <laughs> Mystery Heroes, but, uh, no, he's, she, um, she's fun. I, I don't, I still don't really care for her, like, character design that much or anything, but, like, um, I've been having fun playing her, um, because I think her kit's really interesting, and I think as a person who, like, often plays Anna, um... Although the other day I was Widowmaker and I was a gold in a limbs and I was like, this is truly what it is to be powerful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> these Widowmakers are fucking terrifying when they get good. And, but the thing is, is I'm always shooting junk rats out of the sky for some reason. It's always junk rat. Um, they, they think that they're special because they don't have to aim. Oh, oh, I'm going to get fucking eliminated by junk rats. And you know what's funny is every junk rat man I've ever met in real life is actually a sweetheart. So, like, what is the truth, Oprah Gif? Why do y'all play this 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 particular character when y'all are just sweethearts? Um, and then uh, it rained in NorCal. Amazing. It was, it was a miracle. God smiled upon us that day. I would have gone outside and blessed the rains down in Africa, but, like, um, <laughs> the first few days, we couldn't let the rain really touch our skin because um, the atmosphere was filled with a bunch of shit from the smoke, and it would have oh, been, like, yeah. a skin irritant, and they didn't want you getting it in your eyes or anything, and they recommended that you didn't, like, touch it. Um, so for, like, the first couple days that it rained like we couldn't do that and then landslides started because the ground is just dead and dry so there's nothing like holding it together anymore because there's no plants in it or anything so it just slid everywhere all the like um like the gutters and everything were backed up so there was just like these huge <laughs> like lakes on the freeway that we all had to drive around it was fucking insane um wow. but then by the time it was, like, Black Friday, it was pouring rain on Black Friday, and my mom and I were out, and we didn't bring an umbrella, so we were just, like, running around in the rain, which was fine, except for then, like, you get, like, then you get inside, and then you're hot, and then you're just, you're damp, you're moist, it's awful, um, but I was really, really happy for the rain, because, like, we really, really, really needed it, um, I was definitely having a good time in the rain, I, I, like, I'm sure other good things have happened, um, but, like, 
I, uh, been not such a good mood, which I'll explain later. But, uh, yeah, that's, I, that's, I think that's my pre-salt. Oh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas is on, um, Instant Watch, uh, the, the Jim Carrey version. Um, that's a, that's a plus side of my month, because I've, I've really needed it. <laughs> I've really needed the baby, the baby Grinch, the reason for the season. Um, <laughs> so ugly and terrifying and i love it the reason for the season baby grinch uh it's just like chaotic neutral um yeah so i think i think that's all i don't have anything else to say about anything yeah there we go i'm sorry i'm so boring today (laughs) that's cool i'm still laughing at the rains in africa though this is Jesse because I told, I told yeah. Mai yeah, so that when it rains, I'm gonna go outside and film a video of me just spinning around in the rain. Bless the rains down in Africa. How bless the rains. Um, I backed up way far away from my mic before I did that. Uh, you're welcome, future Jake. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that was the same day that I got my um my my lesbian blazer it was a hundred and forty dollars originally and i got it for like 39 dollars nice i would like to say that that was my deal of the evening and it wasn't even like i got to be fair i was i was out shopping for my friends and family but i was just like i love this blazer um (laughs) and it was like a men's and then it came in short which is good because i i have short arms and short legs um, but yeah, it may, it may, it makes me feel like a star. So thank you for hyping me up. Thanks for all of you being my DJ Khaled's on, uh, <laughs> Twitter, making me feel special for my, um, my blazer. <laughs> <laughs> dope, dope. Cool. So that brings us to, uh, salt. I wanted to say this before I got super salty about what I'm going to get salty about, but um, I forgot to mention that I was on We're Not Wizards um, last week, and I had like a real fun time talking to, to Richard. Uh, he's a blast to talk to. Um, he likes us uh, a lot, and uh, I think it's mostly because he doesn't take his medicine like he should, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. But I'm wow. Gla- I'm glad he Yay. likes us because Richard is a sweetheart, even if he's not a wizard. Um, I'm just glad that I got my uh, uh, at the end when he's all like, and what are we, Jake? And I'm like, we're sorcerers or something like that. And he got upset at me. (laughs) And then I was like, he's like, you only have one job to do. And I was like, well, I'm not going to report to the castle as the wizard Jenkins or Pendragon if that makes you feel better. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I had a really good time. I'm reporting Um, to the castle as both Pendragon and and Jenkins. Jenkins yeah so i had a really blast we talked about monopoly for uh millennials and then like my whole hip-hop origin story and how um it was funny because freaking uh, uh jeremy messaged me today and he's like really black cracker and i was like you ah, listen to the podcast <laughs> so <laughs> yeah if you want to know what that is listen to uh we're now wizards the jake linehart edition um out now podcast near you um so that brings me to uh my salt and all these like 
man babies no because that man baby because man babies. babies are sweet i don't want to i'm not man baby man shits man man babies aren't man turn and that's a perfectly cromulent term no yeah, more they're like, I, like baby dookie like i'm trying to think of something like scummier to call them but you know what i had to bring back the rotten clown dick awards and it goes to all these freaking jack like jack ass jack offs <laughs> like I like the one that made me the most salty was some douche nozzle, um, just a fucking asshole of a soul, like had the nerve to like post his picture, like the concept art or whatever that Netflix had for uh, Spinnerella. Is that oh, her name? Yeah. And then legit wrote a fucking piece of shit article talking about, oh, this character is fat and her power is to break wind. And I'm like, yeah mother i'm cussing so much but mother unpack there it really is and then i'm just like hold like i don't remember shira at all like at all the only thing i remember was like yeah they had the suits they were kind of like like sexified versions of whatever they're wearing right and then the only other thing i remember was everybody remembers skeletor because that dude is the best part of anything she-ra or he-man he's both in he-man and she-ra so yeah and he's the best thing yeah (laughs) and then the other thing i remember about like all that was like he-man was like a dude wearing a speedo with like suspenders for some reason from my my memory i actually (laughs) rewatched he-man and i recommend it but it's not good like i recommend that you sit down and watch it well like either you're drunk or something um, (laughs) or it's really late at night and you're in like you know that part where you've like exceeded your limit of being awake (laughs) but you can't sleep yeah Uh, i recommend he-man for that yeah but this like so i don't even remember and then so like i i'm like all right douche nozzle like you you let me look at what you wrote and then like then it breaks it down they're like oh spinnerella like that's the name right because she spins and has the power of cyclones and wind so she's like Aang the last airbender. So that's her powers is that like win. But this fucking scumbag of a human being um, had the fucking nerve to be like, oh, because she's fat, her power is to break wind. And I'm like, you're a fucking asshole. There's a lot to unpack there because there's like sexism and fat phobia happening right yeah, there. Yeah, all at once. And I'm just like, yo. All at once. And, and it's just like, and like my thing was just like, and we said it in the DM, like her her outfit and or like her costume and everything is fucking dope and makes sense. Like, like as far as like what her powers is, like it it makes sense. And then the fact like like this whole like oh she's fat and I'm just like, how, like no she's not like like P H A T motherfucker yeah, like and even. So, like, and, like, as growing up as someone who's always been, like, overweight and everything, like, I don't, I don't mind calling myself fat, but, like, it doesn't devalue my worth as a human yeah. being. Yeah. Like, or, so what if she is fat? She's like, cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just how it be sometimes. Like, sometimes Her design's fat way better cute. than her skinnier t- original from the old She-Ra. Like, her, the old She-Ra was just She-Ra with purple hair. Yeah, they all have the same face. Yeah, like different color palettes. Yeah, and like they all have the same face and general body type. Like I like that there's more diversity now in body types and face shapes and everything. You can actually tell them apart now. Yeah, and like what a wonderful message to young girls that like just because you don't look like your friend doesn't mean you're not all valid. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like 
you all grow up and you all look different, but you're all, you know, valid in your own way. Beauty and beyond beauty, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when you saw the, like, there's, like, an episode where you see, like, almost all the princesses together and you just are, like, stricken by, like, how much variation there is between them. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and then, like, and seeing them together is just, like, this nice, in my opinion, this nice, like, warm sort of feeling of like you're all valid no matter what you look like you know what i'm saying or like the differences in personality you have because a lot of them have very different personalities oh yeah and and that was the thing that was like that like right away like like how can you how can you not like love this like and then and then here's the thing like i can okay throw myself out there i like breaks yourselves suicide squad and I understand why it's yeah. bad, and I understand why people don't like it. But at the end of the day, to me, it's a freaking Will Smith action movie, and it's got like a cholo with freaking firepowers. And I get to see Margot Robbie running around in booty shorts with a bat, busting people in the face. So at the end of the day, I, I just told you though too. I'm like, DC really wants my money coming at me with this Birds of Prey movie, and I, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and I'm angry because there I will be months from now and be like, can I have one ticket to Birds of Prey, please? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I know so- it's probably not going to be good because. I just don't even like the style of DC movies. So I probably yeah. won't even enjoy it. But they're, they will have my money. <laughs> right, yeah. And so I'm like, going to be there. Yeah, and it's like one of those where I can sit there and like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, let me argue why Suicide Squad is good. I'm like, I know it has problems. I still like it. I even like the, I actually like the uncut version because you get a little more of like freaking mobster joke, Leto Joker and... I kind of like some of the deleted <laughs> scenes. Yeah, I know. I'm a weirdo. I, I get it. I'm just sitting here like, you know that thing where you like you love and support somebody, but like you also are like, baby, why? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't. I can support you enjoying Suicide Squad. I can't support you enjoying that version of the Joker. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're all like, we're all like. <laughs> But see, that's my thing. Like, that's fine. I'm not going to get upset about it. Like, and, and, like if you're sitting there like, like, oh, you like, you know, making fun of me, like the way these people do on the Internet, it's going to hurt my feelings a little bit. But I know you're just like, no, it's not for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> At the end of the day, you're like, no, it's not for me. I get it. Like, you can like. Gone where I can't like, follow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, and that's fine. You're like, you're going to be like, I'm going to stay here, Jake. Enjoy. Right. And that's yeah, fine. Like exactly. Like but, I'm like, not gonna watch it, but I'm gonna be like, you you enjoy it, Jake. You yeah, watch, you do you, you. with your popcorn. <laughs> and enjoy that movie. Yeah, but it's like how Kay. Like I I enjoyed Venom not because it was good, but I had a good time. And Kay didn't <laughs> yeah. really enjoy it, but we like respected each other's experiences of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right, right, right. And that's valid. Yeah, and so like that to me is just like that's when it's like okay, we have different opinions, and that's fine, and we different tastes and likes, and that's fine. But we can still like talk about it and go back and forth or whatever. But like with Shira, it's liter- it literally feels like. I'm just going to hate on it because I can't fap to it. Like, that feels like... Yeah. It's it's also like, I don't like this because it's not about me. Yeah. I am feeling comfortable when we are not about me. Yeah. And then, (laughs) like... like, And and they're all supposed to be, like, teenagers, bro. Yeah. Like... They're all kids. They're all babies. And I see... (laughs) Hey, 
Hey, I also want to say um, something real quick, though. I see you lesbians, okay? And I, I, I love your cute, you know, art of uh, of all the ships you have. That Tradora. Yeah, but please remember that they're teenagers. Like, they're children. Please yeah. remember. Like, <laughs> like, I... I will I will block your ass so fast if I see porn of them. I don't even care. Like I'm like please. <laughs> please. Yeah, please. But my point being is that they they want to fap to this, but like these are like teenagers. Like they aged it down for um the youngest character being 11. Yeah. Which was funny cuz I I thought she was cuz you know they're like she's like 10 and my first <laughs> thought was I'm 11 so shut the fuck up. Um <laughs> and then someone edited a video to that. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> yeah. And it's just like like yeah, and 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 then the funny thing too is like is these people like recalling Shira like it was like a fond memory like they're ruining like with the whole ghostbuster thing like you're ruining my childhood and i'm like how <laughs> how like how many of you actually yeah Shira? like <laughs> i would also like to point out that um Shira was created because the creator of he-man realized that girls were watching he-man and he was like he you know and the like the company that you know he was working for essentially was like um, you know, girls don't like this stuff. And he's like, I beg to differ because girls are watching He-Man and they're having a good time. They like monsters yeah. and they like swords. And so, like, the whole thing was that he created She-Ra for them because he saw that they also enjoyed that kind of stuff and that there wasn't anybody catering to it for girls. So, like, this whole thing about, like, the SJWs are ruining shit. Like, at its heart, She-Ra was, like, a creation in the spirit of social justice, of, like, moving towards equality. So, fuck yeah. you. Like. It's just, it's just, it's such a wild, like, like, <laughs> like, when you, like, think about it, like, I'm just like, why, like, and I, I can't help but think, like, the only reason, like, um, any of them want to say anything is just because Noel Stevenson's name is on it. Like how dare a lesbian make this and i'm just like but yo she's killing it like i want her to make he-man now like i don't trust anybody to do he-man other than noel stevenson like 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 straight up like let the i, le- I trust taiko watiti to do oh that would be freaking dope though taiko watiti he-man would be <laughs> that would be i didn't even think about that yeah i'd watch that, oh, that would be freaking like, sick hold on a second <laughs> yeah but like still like i trust taiko watiti to do a lot of stuff yeah exactly <laughs> Here are the keys, Taika. Have fun. Um, but, oh my god! But like what? Taika, seeing like I want and, Taika to write fucking Skeletor so bad. <laughs> I want him to do Skeletor's it's voice. It's me, royal boob. <laughs> but, like I'm just sorry to mean interrupt. Oh uh, man, there's just like so much to like break down with like how salty I am with it because it's just like, um, man, I don't know, like because I. I, I'm kind of like, I'll be honest, like, I feel like I'm really naive when it comes to, like, the SJW thing, because I just feel like there's just such a camp that's like, SJWs are ruining everything, and then I'm like, but how, where, am I, am I the crazy one, because I don't understand why you're upset, 
And some and of the stuff under- they're like, this is SJW stuff. And I'm like, this is just basic human rights, my guy. <laughs> yeah. <And> so, <laughs> so I'm, just like, I'm like, um, is this really the hill you want to die on? Like, it's wild. And they're like, I feel like I'm the crazy one. Rights. Like, that's why, that's why I just feel like, I'm like, do I not understand <laughs> human? Because I'm just like, it just seems like, I'm like, why, why are you upset? And I understand there's like toxic people on both sides. I get it. You know what I mean? Oh, Those yeah, are, the are toxic people who use the excuse of social justice to, like, further their own agendas that aren't even true. So, like, there absolutely are, but, like, it's just, there's just a lot of stuff that's just, like, how, I don't understand how this is, like, social justice warrior anything. This is just, like, yeah. 20, 2018, my guys. And it just, like, and, and, and my thing is just, like. turns out. Yeah. <laughs> But like my thing is like I'm sitting I'm sitting here watching this with my like like you know he wasn't two two yet but like you know might as well have been two but I'm sitting there with my two year old and he's like he's in it like invested in this cartoon like watching it like even when like some of the emotional stuff happens like I can tell like he's like I'm getting emotional I don't understand why. Like, it's that well written that a two-year-old is having fun watching this. Every time the theme song ends, he, yay, and claps his hand for She-Ra. And I'm like, this is awesome. I'm like, I'm not teaching my, this is just my son enjoying it. And he's excited because he's going to see She-Ra and Katra and Bo and, and Glimmer. And, like, he's excited about it. And I'm like, this is dope. Like, I want, to me, I'm like, I want a good story. And I'm like, and... I think there was like a Tumblr post that you DM'd us, Jesse, where it had like a lot of these terrible, god awful clips from the original show. But oh, you yeah. see the like inspiration that like Noel Stevenson and the team took from, and I'm like, yo, like, like Hodak isn't like a like joke of a villain. Like Hodak feels scary, and that little like freaking yeah. goblin baby cherub thing he has feels creepy. Oh God, what is that up thing? With is the creepy. Goblin baby. <laughs> yeah, but it was a joke in the yeah, old like, one. Where did this come from? Yeah, I was like, what is that? Because <laughs> I don't remember that. And then, um, oh, what's the villainous name? Wraith Walker. Well, Shadow. Yeah, there you go. Like even like her like. Like she's like creepy, and then like you're. I like. I remember the first episode. I was like, "How does Adora not see her as the bad guy?" Because she's very clearly. Somebody mentioned that someone was like, "It's like that um, that Mitchell and Webb sketch where it's like uh, these um, German soldiers in World War Two realizing that they're the bad guys. Yeah. They're like." There are skulls on our hats. And he's like, do you see anybody else with skulls in their heads? Are we the baddies? And then they're like, shit, and they take off. And I'm like, it kind of feels like that. Because it's like, bruh, you live in what's called the, like... The fear zone. Um, what is the fear zone or oh, fright, fright zone. zone. She lives in the fright zone. And, like... They're called the Horde, and, like, there's nothing, like, warm and welcoming yeah. about, like, the Horde. But then, you know, what's also interesting like, is, like, the way she was raised, though. Like, she was raised as a fighter. So, like, to her, it feels normal. And so I'm like, like, these, like, story beats. But, like, then all of a sudden, it's like, I'm going to make sure Hira's trending because when she, like, turns into she she looks more like a boy. And I'm like, no, not really, my dude. Like, what the? And then yeah, I, no, I was like, 
And then even at the same time, and I'm like, like, because it's... she's wearing shorts. <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh no, a, a female wearing shorts. She's a boy. I wear shorts under my skirts well, when I used to wear skirts, but that's because I used to climb fences and stuff. But like the point being, <laughs> and she's fighting people. She like, I, I'm sorry. I wouldn't want people seeing up my skirt when I'm fighting. Is that a fucking crime? Is that a crime? Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's so like, like, I'm like, I... Even cheerleaders wear like these. Yeah, they, like, it, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, come on. Like, they're teenagers. Like, you should not be wanting to fap to a cartoon anyways, my dude. Like, it's a kid's cartoon. Like, why? They're just go outside. Go yeah. outside. Go outside and get some fresh air. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's really like the stand in the sunlight. Yeah. And it's just like really, <laughs> it's really pathetic. And like, I'm just like, man, like when that happened on that day, I was just like, I think I was more upset because like, like it's so good. Like, and, and not like, okay, I think Suicide Squad is good. Like, no, like it's good. Like, it's really good. Like, I, I don't know how else to express it. Like, it keeps you invested. It keeps you laughing. It's got the silliness for the kids. Like, like when it's like, Horsey. Like, no, his name's not Horsey. He's, was it Swift or something like that? Swift Wind. Swift yeah, Wind, yeah. Swift wind. And he shows up talking and you're like, they just turned the Horsey into, like, it just this, like silly stuff. Like, um, yeah, like, you know, Scorpio showing up like, I'm a hugger. Like, just funny, like, like I can, I wish I was watching it even with my niece because she would probably be giggling and making it so much more funny. But then at the same time, like it is captivating enough for an adult. Like being an adult watching it with my son, we're both having a blast watching it, and he's clapping, saying "Yay, Shira saved the day!" And I'm like, "Yay, Shira!" Like you know what I mean? And like that one guy with the Perfuma's um, little camp, but he had like that surfer accent. He's like, well, she really, oh, like yeah. stupid, like stuff like that. And I'm like, it's cute and it's fun and it's action. And like the fact that like little boys can like even see like someone like she and be like, yo, like she's my hero. Like, how cool is that? Like then my son is applauding like she and but they're like, now it's an SJW agenda. They're here to steal your kids. And I'm just like, oh. yeah, yeah, they you know. Your your son can't ever look up to a girl, apparently. He can't, yeah. Or the I don't know what will happen if he does. He'll like respect women. Or yeah, something. I don't know. It's okay if your daughter looks up to a guy, yeah, though. No, that's, that's fine. fine. Yeah. Because yeah, right. But if your if your daughter wants to be Han Solo, that's cute. But the minute that your son wants to be Princess Leia, then everybody's like, "I'm gonna kill everyone." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got like a little upset. Oh, like dear. this is kind of side note, but like I got a little upset because um. We had my my son in like one of those like little childcare thingies or whatever for while we were out, and then so we picked him up and then like he's just like he just likes cars. I don't know, he's just Lightning McQueen. So the few times that we've had him there, all he does is plays with the cars. But then this last time we picked him up, they're like, "Oh, he actually played with a doll today. What's up with that?" And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, I was like, like I really wanted to be like, he the wanted fuck? to play with the doll. Is that so bad? Yeah, I'm like, uh, it's a toy. We, I like, he doesn't have any action figures or dolls or anything. So for him to pick up something other than the car was probably like, oh, check out this shit. I didn't know this was real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then like, so I'm like, 
what does it matter? Like, and then like the way it was like, what's up with that? And I'm like, oh, you know, because I'm just shoving Barbies down his throat. Like, the f- like what the like what are you implying? Like he can't play with a doll. You know what's really interesting too is like I was just thinking about this the other day because I went to go look for the She-Ra action figures in the store I was in, and I was like, where the fuck do they go? Are they in the boys' toys or are <laughs> in they the girls', in the girls toys, toys? Yeah. Are they with the dolls? They weren't, they weren't, they, like, they, there's, like, this weird in-between place where they put, like, the themed, like, TV show stuff. <laughs> like, and I'm just, like, where, where do they go? Yeah. Like, where's the place that they show up? And I, and then it just had me thinking about how much, because when I grew up, my, my parents didn't give a shit. Um, well, somebody would probably argue that's why I'm gay. But my parents did not give a single shit. So I had boys' toys and girls' toys, quote-unquote. Um, and, like... I just just thinking about it now and I'm like why do I have to think about this so goddamn yeah. hard like as to what gender this thing is I'm like it's a toy it is yeah. plastic but it is assigned a fucking gender apparently yeah and then like just the idea that like because it was like a, a lady that said this to me like you know what I mean she's just like oh he's playing a doll what's up with that and I'm just like because he can't like cars and dolls like I'm like, shoot, I'm like, if he was clever, he'd probably put the doll on top of the car. And I'm like, damn, look, the freaking car's driving around on a Hot Wheel. That's just dope. Like, That's what I did. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm just like, it was the most wildest thing, like, happening. And, like, I, like I'm just sitting there like, that's what and like i can remember there's a couple of times where like my my sister had like her barbie dolls and stuff like that and i forget i was in a situation where like i didn't have any of my toys i'm like screw it like i'm gonna grab freaking ken and barbie and these fools are gonna do karate moves on each other and stuff like that because i'm like why not like they're toys like it yeah. doesn't matter like it shouldn't and like but yeah yeah like that same that same idea of like the set like stand there was this um performance art piece a long time ago where um barbie had voice lines and so did gi joe so <laughs> these artists who remained anonymous took the voice boxes out of them switched them and then put them back on shelves in stores so girls and boys were getting like dolls with switched voice boxes mm. That's so, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So Barbie used to say stuff like, oh, math is hard and I love cooking or like, oh, I really should clean, like stuff like that, right? And then like the the G.I. Joe's would say, no mercy. And it's like, never surrender. And it's like, attack. And so they switched them so that the Barbies and were saying stuff like that. Um, and the G.I. Joe's were saying, math is hard. Um, so <laughs> kids were getting these. And, like, the girls would be like, oh, I think this is kind of cool. Like, right? <laughs> and someone was like, this woman who was, I guess, an expert on toys? I don't know. That's what her little thing said. Was like, um, they're like, this is an attack on our children and their morals. And I'm like, what? And they're like, this is terrorism. And I'm like, bruh, I think the bigger problem here is that we put so much, like, on gendered toys. It's fucking wild. Yeah. Terrorism. Because they fucking put the opposite voice boxes in dolls and then put them back on the shelf. Yeah. It was it was fucking wild. Anarchy. It's anarchy. Anarchy yeah. in the streets. Well, at the same time, I'm looking at, like, freaking three Metal Gear dolls. Oh, but is there action figures? Because I'm a dude, right? Like, fuck it. It's a yeah. fucking snake 
doll. And I'm looking at him like, fucking Snake, you're gorgeous. I love you. Like, Snake, you're gorgeous. <laughs> Did you see they unnerfed his butt? Sorry. Yeah. I, they unnerfed his butt. This is important Nintendo. information. <laughs> fucking. Yeah, they unnerfed his coward butt. Coward ass. Nintendo nerfed his butt. <laughs> but they, they unnerfed, unnerfed it. it. Oh, they unnerfed it? Yeah. Oh, he's got cakes they again? They unnerfed his booty. Wow. I love you, Nintendo. I take it this all is back. Great news. You gave Snake <laughs> his cakes back. Oh. <sighs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, redemption arc. This was a yeah, very like, important thing. You said Snake, and I was like, oh, right, his cakes are back. Yeah, well, because like, you know at the end when you get a game over, and he's like, Snake, Snake. But it was me, but I was like, cakes, cakes. Like, I was all cakes. sad. But, oh, they're back. Nintendo. I love you again, Nintendo. Redemption <laughs> arc. Okay, that's my, that's my salt, because I'm going to get salty about something, and they imported salt again, too, so. Okay. Um... <laughs> So I I posted a picture a couple of weeks back um, of some destroyed fabric. <laughs> and I feel so I should explain. Yeah. I um I did my one um barred sash that had the red triangles on it. Um and I did that it's satin, it's like a thick matte satin. Uh, fabric and so I was doing heat and bond which requires like full strength iron so I was being really ginger with it essentially or I just kind of tap it with the iron and lift it off instead of holding it down like you normally would because uh, I didn't want the fabric to melt because this synthetic satin is mostly plastic and it absolutely will just melt uh, and everything went okay everything was fine my fabric didn't melt so I guess I got a little cocky because <laughs> I went to work on the second one and the heat and bond wasn't sticking quite as much as I'd like. So I gave it a good hard press and I lifted up the iron and the fabric came with it. <laughs> and I was like, shit. So I unplugged my iron and I took the picture and, you know, hello darkness. Um, but I, and I don't know what happened cause I did it again and I didn't burn the fabric. Um, I had to wait for my iron to cool down so I could scrape the remaining burnt bullshit off of my iron um, but so I was sorry. able, I have plenty of fabric, and I was able to remake it and um, fix everything. But I was so sad. Yeah. <laughs> I was so sad. Um, other than that, uh, I talked earlier about the data center split. Um, I have mixed feelings. So basically they're adding, right now they have Ether and Primal, and I'm on the Ether data center. Um Oh, oh, they misspelled it as Aether here on the um, split, which has become a bit of a meme. But um, Primal, they're, they're just taking some servers from each data center and moving them to the third data center, which is going to be called Crystal. And so Primal is using Brynhildr, Diavolos, and Malboro. And Aether is losing Solera, Mattias, Goblin, Kurl, and Balmung. And that last one is actually the one I'm a little nervous about because Balmung is the biggest server in the data center and actually possibly in all of North America. Um, and so when I'm in dungeons, I almost always get a Balmung player. And so I'm worried about how it's going to affect the line oh, yeah. <laughs> to get into the dungeon. How long is this? How is this going to affect the wait? We're, we're keeping Sargatanas and Gilgamesh, which are also pretty big. Um, but... I'm just like, oh, mm, wait times. Mm. Um, the other thing is that 
in the last expansion, they added a lot of cross-server capabilities. So you can um, talk to people on other servers. You can join cross-world link shells and have like chat groups with them. You can create uh, different groups with them. People built up raid statics with people from various different servers. And now pretty much universally, all of those are getting split apart. And so people are kind of like, it didn't happen to me because I'm not into raiding yet, but a lot of people are upset because now they have to pick between their raid static and their server. And the longer you're on a server, the more entrenched in that server you get because you get, you know, a house and a free company and your link shells and all your buddies that you normally play with. But then you have to start your raids static from the ground up because it's three out of eight are on Zalera or whatever. And now that's going to the crystal data center and you can't communicate between data centers. Um, the other stupid thing about all this is that um, what would make sense is if they had a data center on the East coast so that um, people on the East coast wouldn't have, would like have lower server ping. Um, Cause that it's not always a problem, but like, Ninja and um, Machinist in particular shame you for having high server ping. <laughs> so it, it can be an issue, but we all know that's not what's going to happen. We all know it's going to be in Sacramento, probably five paces away from Ether and Primal. Yeah. So it's like, why do you even bother? I'll just but, drive up there a couple hours and whatever and <laughs> squat in front of the server. <laughs> Well, if you started playing, it wouldn't be a problem because you're right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really have much of a problem with ping because I'm, I guess I'm close enough that it's not that big of a deal. But like people in Maine or whatever were like, yeah, East Coast data center. I'm like, no. Yes, it's, it's probably mm-hmm. still going to be in Sacramento because why would they rent another building? You know, and it's like they say it's going it, to, it might help with congestion. I don't know. I feel like the people that are really entrenched in their servers are going to stay on those servers anyway. So it's like, okay, like Balmung's going to go be congested on the Crystal data center instead of on the Ether data center. Yeah. Big whoop. Um, the And I remember like being excited because I'm like, ooh, that, you know, world visit stuff. I can go visit Balmung and like I can play with Nikki on her alt character without having to like log into my alt, or I can go shop on Balmung because Balmung um, market boards are super dirt cheap because there's so many people and now we're losing Balmung and I'm like, well, what's the point of world visit then? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a mood. Yeah, I've eh, kind of lost interest in that now. But, you know, maybe it'll turn out okay. Whatever. And then the last thing I have to talk about is anxiety. Tanking anxiety. It's it's scary. It's um, a lot of responsibility, as I talked about, because essentially you're the de facto leader. Um, and it's like, it's fine you as long as things go well. wear the goggles as per Digimon rules. <laughs> I gotta wear the goggles? Wear the goggles that is the, the purpose leader. of the goggles? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you define the leader. <laughs> All of the... The only headgear that looks good on my aura is the bard hats. Like, helmets don't look good on my aura because her horns stick out the sides and they just look stupid. <laughs> so I never wear helmets. Um, and then I look extra stupid because all the Dark Knight gear has these big honking shoulder pads. And so she just looks like she has a tiny head. <laughs> 
So I've been getting around it by glamouring like high level gear to look like uh, this like crazy leopard print um, uh, Aquarius and leggings that I love because I just love leopard prints. I was about um, to say I was like, oh right, don't you like leopard print? I like leopard print. Um, I guess it's cool cool print because Final Fantasy, but it's leopard print. Um, so good thing for that glamour system, because you know you, you can't fight primals if you ain't cute. That's <laughs> so, um, what the fuck is like, the point of Final Fantasy fourteen if you can't look cute? Like, I honestly, <laughs> honestly, um, but I just if anything goes wrong, I start to really panic. <laughs> and there's been there's like been a couple of dungeons where um, I did a a fifty sixty roulette and I ended up in. Um, I don't know what I don't know what the fuck the name of the dungeon is called, but it's the one where you fight Midgard Sommer at the end, and it was really tough. And like they're trying to give me advice, but it's using lingo that I don't understand. So they'll be like, "Turn the enemies away," and I'm picturing like like oh, there's no room at this hotel. Like we have to turn you away. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this is not a mechanic that DPS has to deal with. Eventually, I figured out he meant that I need to literally turn the enemy so that they're facing away from the other party members. But I, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's no room at the sin. Yeah, he had to like, so he was like, okay, stop at the boss gate. I, I could feel that this guy was getting frustrated with me, but he was so patient. Like, he, um, he's like, stop at the boss gate. And I'm like, okay. And then he like made a marker at the far end of the arena. And he's like, kite the end of the boss to that spot and have your back against the wall and i was like okay and that's when i that's that's how it clicked was like okay i need to turn the boss so that it's not facing my party members turn the enemy away i got you now <laughs> random healer dude from another random server healer dude <laughs> um there, there were parts of that dungeon where that were not my fault. We kept getting wiped by the final boss because um, th we weren't killing the. Um, there, there's like a bird that flies in and drops like a shield generator, and you have to kill the bird ad so that it drops the shield generator, and you have to like group up on it so that Such you don't get wiped out by the dragon. Final and like fourteen mechanics, sort of. Thing. I, I, I know they're intense, <laughs> but um, drift of a bird. <laughs> But we weren't killing it fast enough. And so I had to, like... I mean, I just had to basically disengage and help them. Um, we That wasn't entirely my fault, because one of the DPS, I think, was also new. Um, he had, like, a hilarious name. I just... That's that's all I remember. But I don't remember what it was, but it was great. And he kept running in figure eights around my feet. And I'm like, stop! <laughs> you crazy little Lollafell, what are you doing? Um, but we made it through... Um, I didn't get a player commendation, and I was like, that's fair. Um, <laughs> but after that, I was like, it's, I've noticed that I'm like, I'm nervous now to get into the 50-60 roulette, because I'm just like, mm, but it went so badly last time. But that's not entirely true, because after that, I got into Temtar, Deepcraft Hard, and that went totally fine. Um, that one was kind of funny, because everybody was like, oh, I've never, like... Like, I think, like, nobody in the party had played it, or at least they hadn't played it in a significant amount of time, and I'd only played it as DPS, so we were basically all new. And I was right. like, I've never tanked this before, and the one guy's like, I believe in you! And I was nice. like, thanks, random citizen! <laughs> and, like, 
it went okay. We didn't wipe. It actually went a lot better than the first time I ever ran through Tantara Deepcroft, but it was very stressful. Okay, you know what would be a good ad in, like, a superhero movie is, like, some, like, superhero just gets fucking tossed across the city and is, like, laying on the ground and some cowering citizen is just, like, behind a car be like, I believe in you! <laughs> Isn't that basically My Hero Academia? Um... Oh, shit, you right! <laughs> believe it! <laughs> I believe in you, All Might. Thanks, random citizen! Thanks, but... random citizen. Um... It's just tough. It's a very it's very different in mechanic wise from the DPS jobs I've been playing where you can kinda hang back and just fire arrows and play songs and survive. Um and I've talked with my friends offline before that play the game about how easy it is to get away with being a shitty black mage. Um and I was definitely a shitty black mage. Mm. But um you can get away with it for a long time because nobody really cares what the black mage is doing as long as they stay alive and do enough damage. Stay so alive. <laughs> Um, I, I'm getting better at it, but it's still, I don't think it'll ever really be my main class. Like, it is, it is fun though. I, I noticed with, um, Ravana especially that it was more fun being like right up in his business and in the fray instead of like hanging back on the outskirts of the arena. Um, although you can't, I will say you can't fucking see anything when you're up that close. <laughs> Um, it, it's a problem in an alliance roulette because there's, I think it's in the, the uh, Labyrinth of the Ancients, there's a mechanic where the boss um, will wipe you if you don't run back to specific points. And so basically what my strategy is, is I hang back and I wait and see when everybody starts to run. And then I, I chase after them. But if I'm right up in the boss's business, sometimes I don't see it. Or I don't see it soon enough. Or I'm not fast enough because I'm right up in there. And then it's just like, well, guess I'll die. <laughs> Hey, what else are you to do? Oh, there was also a good moment in Alliance Roulettes where somebody shouted out over the party chat. They're like, none of our tanks are in tank stance. And I had just learned what tank stance <laughs> was because some asshole in a dungeon was like, why aren't you in tank stance? And I was like, what the hell is tank stance? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody who so plays 14 cute, and is listening to this podcast is like, oh, no, but like. I'm sorry. You gotta learn somehow, okay? Um, oh, this is so cute, though. And so he's like, grit and and dark side, and I was like, oh, okay. And I turned them both on, and everything was fine. And so I just got into the habit of casting both of those right away. Um, and so oh, this person shouts tanks. out over party chat. They're like, none of our tanks are in tank stands. What are you guys doing? And I'm like... Excuse me. <laughs> and then so, so finally somebody's like, are tanks in tank stance? And I was like, damn right. Damn right I am. Thank you for me, <laughs> random citizen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, random citizen. Perfect. And they didn't say anything because they knew they were wrong. It's just how it would be. I'm not looking forward to healing. There's a whole plot point in Final Fantasy fourteen where, like, you, you keep running into... Um, a crew, like, outside your first dungeon, you run into this crew, and they're all screaming at the healer for um, their failed dungeon experience. And then, like, you run into them again at the next dungeon, they're like, our tank is dead because of you, healer! Why didn't you heal him fast enough? And it is definitely the truth. <laughs> That's how it be. Everybody always wants to blame the poor healer. That's how it be in all games. Oh my god. In Overwatch, it'd be like that, too. They're yeah. like, 
we died because you didn't heal enough. And I'm like, first of all, there are heal packs. Second of all, I have 1100 something billion heals. So shut the fuck up. And third of all, like, I'm sorry I didn't heal you. And you're like, I need healing. And I look up and I'm squinting and you're in the fucking sky. Like, what am I to do? What? How am I to help you? You died because you ran headfirst into a pack of, of the entire enemy team. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Or, like, when people push out and I'm like, you've gone where I cannot follow. <laughs> yeah. I think I talked about this back when I was playing Orem Vale for the first time. I think it was Orem Vale. Orem Vale is a hellscape to begin with. But um, the tank kept pulling, like, every enemy in the room. And then we'd wipe. And then he did it again. And we wiped. And, the he- and then the healer was like, can you, make- can you pull fewer enemies? And he's like, all oh, my other healers could do it just fine. And the healer's like... They aren't here. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> that always reminds <sighs> me of there's this issue of um, Hawkeye where uh, the like this criminal is like Captain America would never do this, and Hawkeye's like you know working with Captain America it's a real humbling experience. He's such a good person, you know, um, and he would you know he would never do anything that was like. Like bad for no reason. He's like, but Captain America isn't here right now, and I am. <laughs> and I'm like, exactly, exactly. Right. Anyway, I guess that's all I got. Um, so I'm gonna involve Kay in this because yes. Kay and I. Uh, so Kay turned me on to uh, Jenny Nicholson videos, and she went to go see um, Crimes of Grindelwald, or as I have called Jenny it Nicholson, here, that is not me. Yeah, um, as I have here, Grimes of Grindelwald, um, <laughs> because there are no crimes of Grindelwald. And yeah. and I wanna, I do want to say, I also found an article about the the Grimes of Grindelwald that um, corroborated some of the things that we're gonna talk about here. So it's not like we watched one video and decided to condemn the movie as a whole. No, no, no. Lots of people are saying the same things as Jenny Nicholson. Yeah, and you can, like, follow the tweet, like, the tweets, like, that are trending and read these same, like, reviews, and everybody has the same questions. The first question being, what are the crimes of Grindelwald? Um, Yeah, because the movie doesn't bother to tell you. Oh, we're gonna spoil the shit out of this movie, probably, (laughs) by the way, so. Yeah, so if you don't wanna, if you don't wanna have be spoiled, like, fast forward to insert time here. Um, (laughs) So, like... Uh, so Kay and I have been basically waiting for this thing to drop since she tweeted about it, and Kay and I have been like screaming. And then give she us the forbidden it. crimes. <laughs> give us the forbidden crimes of Grindelwald. And like it was like a ridiculous hour in the morning. I knew Kay was gonna be asleep because I also know that you were like not even in your state; you were in another state. And- yeah, I, I was like going to bed, and I get a message from Desi that's like, um, or no, I woke up the next morning and I no, got I like, I had this message here. that was like, it's here. With a Helmo. Um, and I had to wait until the next, that night to watch it, because I'm not going to watch this Crimes of Grindelwald um, video in front of my fucking family. But... <laughs> and so, um, so it like fucking, so like the article that Kay and I had read before, the biggest, like the biggest what the fucks in this were like, the writing of the female characters in this yeah. movie. Yeah, we. I opened the article and it was like Queenie brainwashes Jacob and then joins Grindelwald because um, he won't marry her. And I just sent the article to Jesse. I'm like, <laughs> big mad. 
I just Big I just imagine Kay's like, hmm, right, and then just clicks like the send button and like hmm, hold on a second, and yeah, it gets fucking worse because like just so much about that there's a lot to unpack there that like he won't marry her and the reason he won't marry her is perfectly valid because it's illegal for her him to marry her and so she he doesn't want her to get arrested by the wizard cops also they never explain how he got his memory back it's it's not explained you'll never know they they, they're like he's like the spell only erases the good memories and it's like um excuse me that that can't be right like hold on absolutely not be right like then wouldn't the like then the only thing new york would remember is like fucking is that magic exists which was the whole point of them erasing their memories and that it was terrible so they just remember that magic is real and also it's terrible um but okay. The article, by the way, is called uh, is from Tor.com, and it is called The Crimes of the Crimes of Grindelwald, if you'd like to check it out. <laughs> yeah, because we don't know what the fucking crimes were, except for J.K. Rowling's fucking writing. Um, like, so we have- Super sketch that the Jewish character joins the fascist, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, the here's the Jewish character joining the fascist, and like- so, you know how last movie they were like, ah, yes, and Zoe Kravitz is playing a, um, Lestrange, and she's black, and, like, I didn't need an explanation for that, because I'm so used yeah, to, like, I blind casting and stuff, and, like, I didn't, like, I was just like, okay, she's black. It's a big like, family, who cares? Who the fuck cares, right? And, like, yeah, they made a big deal about, like, pure bloods and blah, 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 but, like, isn't Blaze Zambini black and also a pure blood and a Slytherin? Pretty sure. So, like, yeah, so, like, all of that shit, like, I, I just... I, it was one thing I did not fucking question, but oh no, oh no, she's like, people are, we have to explain why this character is black. So instead of her just, like, having a black family member or whatever, or a perfectly, like, valid, like, marriage between, uh, like, one black person and a white person, they're like, no, 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 um, her mother was raped, and she is the product of a rape between a Lestrange Yeah, he put and- her under an imperious spell. Oh, what? And- yeah. Knocked her up against her will while she was under the spell. Yeah, Jenny Nicholson is like, I think there's a word for that. (laughs) Yeah, because I think in the movie they say that uh, she like was forced to have a baby or something like that. They they don't use the word rape, but it was no. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like groaning and dying. <laughs> yeah, that's that's strap in. Jesus strap the fuck in. So they're like, this is um, this is her origin story, and I'm like, I didn't need this. Like, I didn't want it, nor did I need it. I didn't. It's, oh, and Credence is alive, by the way. Oh you yeah, remember Ezra Miller? Is that the exploded, Who exploded in the first at the end of the first movie? You remember that? Yeah, I know he's alive, and uh, he's at the Wizard Circus. And with Nagini, the with other Nagini. character I did not fucking need a backstory for because <laughs> why, I just did not need it explained why a why, snake dude wanted a giant snake. Like, why did J.K. Rowling think that I need an explanation for Voldemort's giant pet snake? Snakes yeah, like, are big and, in real life. Yeah, like you can have a big pet snake, and I want you to fucking know that her she's part of the circus that Credence is at for yeah. some reason. The wizard. She's also circus. A, played by a Korean woman. Just FYI. Yeah. 
Um, so she's at this fucking circus, and her only job is to look sad next to Credence and love him, I guess. And turn as, into a snake. And, and she'll eventually a become snake. a snake forever, apparently. For some yeah. reason. I don't know. For some reason, we don't know, because that's not explained. Because she only, she wanted to give us a backstory, but not a good one. <laughs> and then the thing is, is she's at a wizard circus filled with wizards that wizards go to, right? And, like... Fucking wizards turn into animals all the fucking time. Otherwise, Professor McGonagall wouldn't have just, like, been a cat and then turned into a fucking person in front of all the students. Basically, the only person that's surprised in that scene is Harry. Like... Yeah, if I remember and, correctly, and then fucking and and Ron thinks it's a good ass move, but like there's no like real consequences to that. And like in the fifth book, they explain because like all of uh all of um Lupin's friends decided to become animagus anime guy. And That's a, the third book. No, they ex- or oh, do they explain it in the third book? In the fifth yeah. book, they or do they? Which is the book where they talk about how you have to hold a leaf in your mouth for a week or a for something like i don't know about that but i remember that the animators thing came up in the third book because that's the one where they find out the lupin's a werewolf wolf yeah and then like <laughs> you see it in the flashback in the fifth book of all of them talking about like um that might be the one where they find out that rita skeeter's a um animagus and that's how she's yeah, been listening i just to remember that there's a flashback in the fifth book where they're like asking about like how to identify a werewolf and all of the all the they're like oh did you like that question lupin right and Lupin makes that joke about how he's sitting in his chair or whatever. Um, yeah, so, like, it's, it's like, it's difficult to do, but it's not impossible. And, like, anybody at the school could have done it at any point because, like, some teenagers did it. So, like, it can't be that hard. So, like, why are all these people so fucking impressed by this snake, this person who turns into a snake? Like, that just happens in the wizarding world. It's just a thing. Like... I don't understand why she's in the circus. Also, It'd be like I, if I went to the circus and their strong man lifted like 20 pounds. It's like, oh, dream big. <laughs> dream big. Yeah. It is so funny. I can do that. It's like, th- why is there a circus? Why is this part? Oh, oh, also, it's suggested that this all takes place in one day, which is fucking wild. Because like, the, the so like Queenie shows up and she's like, oh, you know, I I love you and I'm going to like... Uh, brainwash you, blah, 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 blah. And Newt's like, but that's illegal. Um, And, like, frees him. And then she joins the dark side, I guess. And then fucking... um, We have, like, some meeting with the... I also like that they tell Newt he can't travel and that he proceeds to travel for the entire film. Um, Yep. (laughs) And, like, I'm like, how are these things gonna, like, come together, you know? And they don't... There's no... There's no explanation for any of this. Um, and then there's Credence at the circus, which I also love that, like, for some reason, Grindelwald uses this giant orb that he pulls out. And, like, they, they also don't explain. Jenny and... Nicholson mentioned on Twitter today, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Grindelwald's vape was actually a crystal oh, skull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he vapes, he vapes out of it. <laughs> and he's like, you must go to the circus. <laughs> Then, what a villain! Like a fucking thing that happened. And then uh, there's the fucking baby reveal. The baby reveal is so fucking wild. Um, so like, okay, okay, it's gonna take our powers combined to remember. I know. I'm trying happened. to find it in the Crimes of the Crimes of Grindelwald article, so I have like a reference point. But, but like, like es- essentially, <laughs> so um, there's this character that's chasing Credence, that's trying to kill Credence, and you're like, why? Right, the whole movie. So they get to this point where all the people are together. And they, they reveal Lita Lestrange's backstory. Yeah. They're like, yeah, this baby that was born 
and it was not Credence. It was Lita. Hold and on. Then- Hold on. We'll, we'll, we have to, we have to talk about why the, so, so this guy has been chasing him and they're like, why? And then the guy was like, what happened to his dad or something? Lestrange he pissed off. Wore a blood oath to get revenge on Lestrange for reasons. For reasons. And in order to do that, he was going to kill um, who he loved. And so he was going to kill his child. But not Lita, because Lestrange dude didn't fucking love Lita. He hated her and treated her like garbage. Mm. Um, because fuck the women in this movie, apparently. Uh, but his son... Um, he he didn't want his son to die, so he decided he couldn't love it if he sent it to an orphanage in America. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so Lita and Lita, this baby, her baby brother, I guess, um, and and who else? Like her nursemaid or whatever. They get on this boat and they're gonna go to America to drop the baby into the baby the baby into the fucking um like orphanage right so you're but, like at this point you're like you're yeah, like so oh this must be credence wrong you wrong. would be wrong so the baby was fussy and it was crying all the time and i don't remember if it was Lita or the nursemaid but one of them got sick of it and decided to swap the oh babies with an identical baby boy that was down the hall and so that, that baby is Credence, and that baby made it off the boat, but the crying baby, the Lestrange baby, drowned uh, when the boat went the down. Because the boat sank. And also, the ba- the stolen baby is secretly Albus Dumbledore's brother that doesn't exist in the books, FYI. <sighs> yeah, because he His has, other he brother, does not have the one Aberforth. That is in the book. Yeah, Aberforth. Yeah, so it's not Aberforth, it's another brother that JK just <laughs> made up on the spot. There's makes a lot of questions. Because it begs a lot of questions. Because how the fuck old and are Dumbledore's parents? Because like Dumbledore at this point is like, I mean, I guess I shouldn't question this because Professor McGonagall's in this movie and she's negative eight years old at this point in time, <laughs> according to the timeline. So like, I but like also like Dumbledore's clearly like in, like in his thirties at least, and like Credence, I how old is Credence at most twenty? 21, oh, I think he's No, I think he's supposed to be a boy, because he was still in the orphanage in the first well, no, movie, so like, he's like... No, now. So, like, in the... No, he wasn't in the orphanage. He had a family. Remember? No, they he thought, was... No. No, because he had a mom, or, like, she, she was, was the, the woman orphanage taking runner care of him. No, he was, was supposed to be... Up. Apparently, he was supposed to be 19 in the first movie. Okay. Yes. So he was, like, sort of an adult. I mean, like, Ezra Miller looks like every age at once, so I can never... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, like, he was supposed to be 19 in the first movie, so I have so many fucking questions, but it doesn't even fucking matter, because the next thing that pisses me off, I remember when this movie, I went back and I found this post from, like, <laughs> the beginning of this year, where it was me say- just saying, fuck you, because the director talked about how they weren't gonna mention the fact that Dumbledore was gay in this movie, and then I was like, what was the Yeah, point? they did, like, a weird no homo thing. Yeah, they, like- so... So, okay, so anybody who read the books, if you didn't read the books, here's a little note. The reason that Grindelwald and Dumbledore aren't talking to each other right now um, is that, like, first of all, they got in a tiff over whether or not they should use the um, Deathly Hollows, and while they were having this tiff, they were fighting and dueling, and um, Dumbledore's sister, I think her name's Ariana, got in the way and got hit by a stray spell, and they don't know who 
cast the spell that killed Dumbledore's sister. And Dumbledore doesn't want to talk to Grindelwald because he doesn't want to reveal that perhaps he killed his own sister. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he doesn't know who hit Ariana, but he's afraid that Grindelwald does, essentially. Yeah. And so he avoids her. That's a perfectly logical reason. And on top of that, like, if you wanted to put Dumbledore in this movie for some reason, that's another thing. He doesn't actually do anything in these movies, so it doesn't really make sense that he's here. Um, like, if you want to put Dumbledore in these movies and then explain why he can't fight Grindelwald, that's a perfectly valid excuse. Yeah. And they also, um, I mean, after J.K. did the whole thing, like, by the way, Dumbledore was gay thing. Um, yeah. And people Grindelwald did immediately jump to the logical conclusion that he and Grindelwald were former lovers, which is also a compelling yeah. reason so for them to fight. You could fight. have t- double, like that would be a like a great thing. Like I loved him, but we had this thing, and then like now I'm not sure if I'm a killer and if like my love. There's so many things that could have happened, but then they were immediately like, "We're gonna know homo fucking Dumbledore," and I was like, "Then what was really the point of fucking telling me that?" fucking Dumbledore was gay like if you're not going to invest anything in it it's pointless and a like a empty gesture you know what I'm saying like fuck you it's like Nagini's backstory is just like a big fuck you like ugh, it was just so weird it was such a weird and then the fucking like the fucking Dumbledore baby Credence Dumbledore imagine being named Credence Dumbledore just imagine for a moment like I thought Albus. I think Credence might be might be the name that his like adopted family or the orphanage or whatever gave him Um, I mean like did he have another also why was there a Dumbledore baby on this boat did some other Dumbledore die two of the the largest most powerful and famous wizarding families ever were on the same boat like, it's fucking wild. <laughs> and then, like, okay, the funniest the funniest thing about this is, though, is that, like, we still don't know what the crimes of Grindelwald are, except for that yeah. it's played by Johnny Depp. Um, yeah, Jenny Nicholson at one point just shouts, like, what are the crimes of Grindelwald? <laughs> like, why is he so infamous? They don't explain. Yeah. And then just, he like, has this, like, big rally where he, like, shows visions of World War II and that, like, like he wants to stop it. And it's like, yeah. so he wants to stop the Holocaust? I don't really understand how that's a bad thing. Like, Yeah, and like, Jenny Nicholson kind of talks about this, and I've also had this problem with movie. This movie, The, the Fifth Element, kind of does it too, where they show images like a mushroom cloud to people who realistically shouldn't have the context needed to understand why that image is ominous. You know, like, like we know what that is because we're we were born post-World War II, and we know what a nuclear bomb is, but that's not a concept that was even conceived of at this time period. And they're fucking so, wizards. Like, and they're what do wizards. wizards know about nuclear bombs? Nothing. They don't even know what the purpose of a rubber duck is, according to fucking Ron's dad. In I the have fucking- some fucking problems with that, but that's a rant for another time. <laughs> and then, so, like, all of this, my, all of this has just made me realize, and also, like, something that I think people are pointing out too is that maybe JK isn't such a good screenwriter and this, cause she also info dumps a lot, which is just like, yeah. show me, don't tell me this. This might've um, been okay if it was a book series books or just a book even yeah. like it, there's some of those plot points just can't be saved, but yeah. it at least wouldn't have been as much of a mess. And she does, she's like, she'll straight up undo stuff she did in the first movie. And it was like, what was the point then of doing this in the first movie? Except for to give me, like, anything you do now, I'm not going to trust. 
It's like, what was the point? And so, like, a big issue, and I had this issue when The Cursed Child came out, because I know she co-wrote that with someone, but it was big bad, you guys. And I, if you disagree with me, I have some news for you. Like, it's big bad. And I, I got, like, halfway through it, and I was like, this is just bad. It's just mm-hmm. bad. And I, I realized maybe, like, maybe this was just, like, not something, I don't know, we needed at all. And I, as I was talking to my friends about, like, um, she, like, my mom was like, why would she make these movies if she doesn't have to? Like, she has money. And I'm like, because she wrote her detective book and it was bad and her ego can't let her make bad things anymore. Like, when she wrote the epilogue to Harry Potter, which was also bad, she said that she wrote it because, um, she didn't want to continue the story and she didn't want anyone else to continue the story. Fair enough, right? Like, she's moving on. Except then and she now here her, she is. <laughs> yeah, she wrote her adult um, crime book and it was bad. So then she's like, well, actually, hold on. Let me make all this stuff. And she doesn't have to. She has a ton of money. Like, there's just no reason. And I'm just, I was disappointed when she chose to, like, they could have recra- recast Grindelwald. Because to be honest, they recast Dumbledore when the actor died. They recast a bunch of people. And nobody fucking yeah. noticed. They, I'm pretty sure they recast Blaze Zabini. Like, yeah. <laughs> They, like, one of the actors for Crab and Goyle died. Like, there was just, like, stuff that they did. Did he die or was he just caught with marijuana possession and got in a little bit of trouble? I thought that was the story. I think he, one of them died, though. I think one of them died, but I don't remember. Hmm. I don't remember. Google help me. Google help (laughs) me. But the point being is, like, people got recast, right? And fucking, um, like, and fucking... Johnny Depp was in the movie for like 10 seconds at the end of the last long enough for us all to be disappointed that Johnny Depp was there. He was and arrested like, for growing marijuana. Oh, okay. That's all. Well, then my point is like that makes it even worse because then it's like he's arrested for growing marijuana. Johnny Depp beats the shit out of his girlfriend or whatever and like is abusive to not only his girlfriend but also like people on set of movies and like he gets to stay. Like, I don't understand that. And that she chose to and back like- him. It's it feels like me. most people didn't even enjoy his presence in Fantastic Beasts. Like, I've talked before about how I was in the theater. It was a full theater, basically. And as soon as Colin Farrell turned back into Johnny Depp at the end, everyone groaned in disgust. Like, oh Yeah, like, audibly. nobody wanted Johnny Depp here. Can we... Why did we have to lose Colin Farrell? I'm so Colin Farrell's a much that. better actor. Like, Come back. he's better looking. <laughs> Everything yeah, like, about him is better. I would believe that fucking... <laughs> I would believe that young Dumbledore in his three-piece suit and his, like, fucking Jude Law Dumbledore... Jude Law can love. do better than Johnny Depp. Yeah, like, I would believe that he was once in love with um <laughs> fucking <laughs> Colin Farrell. But, like, you're trying to make me believe that that fucking mustachioed <laughs> villain at the end of fucking... <laughs> Yeah, it's sickly looking and like, Johnny Depp. In the fucking flashback of Grindelwald, he was a handsome lad. So I have so many fucking questions as to who was like, what if we did this? And I'm just like, I I don't understand what this added to his character. Like, except for they're like, oh yes, but in fact he was actually Polyjuice Potion a whole time. And I'm like, what the fuck also happened to Colin Farrell? He's just dead? For some reason people still think that Johnny Depp's a bankable star, even though he ain't. Mm. <laughs> Not and anymore. Like, what happened to Graves? Is he dead? 
I, that I was think another so. question that never fucking got answered. I like, think where... I think he I think they might have implied that he was dead, or maybe I'm just dreaming that. Like, but then so like he just I don't know cut a bunch of hair off of him and then just kept it for for an indefinite amount of time that he had to polyjuice potion himself. I guess. And then just keep brewing constant. Like eventually he was gonna run out of bile. That is even grosser because that just makes me feel like. He's his body's just I mean, in somewhere. the fourth book, David Tennant was keeping Mad Eye Moody in a trunk or whatever. Yeah, that's that's why I was like, what is he just not like? Get where is he? Where maybe is he, he just maybe they found him and he just hasn't been mentioned. Free Colin Farrell, me clapping my hands. Free him. Set Colin Farrell free. Um, in the third movie, I just I just wanted to be called uh, Fantastic Beasts. Free Colin Farrell. Um. But yeah, that's, it's a fucking train wreck. And like, in retrospect, thinking about all, it's like when I actually got older, and I thought about the whole Snape thing. And I'm like, he's a fuckboy. <laughs> like, everybody's like, he wasn't evil the whole time. And I'm like, no, he's a giant fuckboy. Like, there's nothing okay about the fact that he chose to abuse a child because he was butthurt about fucking, Because um, he got James. friend-zoned. Yeah, he got friend-zoned, and so now he's gonna treat this child like crap for the rest of his life because he happens to look like James. Like, good example of, like, a character choosing not to do this, I think I've mentioned before, is Pearl from um, Steven Universe, because very similar story, she was in love with Steven's mom, but, like, Steven's mom was in love with someone else and then had a child and then died, and instead of being, like, shitty to Steven, she's like, well she loved you so much and all she ever wanted was you and so I'm gonna treat you with love and respect because I loved and cared about her like that to me seems like a healthy response and then my mom was like well you know he was upset about um you know like Dumbledore raising Harry to basically be sacrificed I'm like you should be upset about anybody raising any child to be sacrificed like it are you telling me that if it was anybody but fucking like Lily's son, he would have just been like, "Well, I guess this is just what we do in the wizarding world. We just raise children to be sacrificed to Voldemort." Like, I guess I mean, like, it makes as much sense as anything else. They're like, "Here, let's give this eleven-year-old like the keys to this underground death chasm." So, let them go um, die. something else I'd I'd like to point out, uh, since I was I was doing research on how what happened to Graves, nobody knows, but um, also. <laughs> Queenie can read minds, and the script constantly forgets about that in both the first movie and this one. <laughs> Who can read minds? I forgot. Queenie. Oh, right. Yeah, Queenie. No, because she reads, she reads, um... She reads minds, mind? but it's convenient for the writing. Yeah, but she doesn't read Grindelwald's mind for some reason. She's never able to figure out that Graves isn't really Graves. Yeah. And, like, the other weird thing is that, like... she's just weird like the whole thing is weird the writing of female characters as i said like jk and joss whedon should get together and have a you know sleepover um but i just i i don't know like this was just a fucking and i my mom was like you shouldn't think too hard about these things because you're ruining your childhood i'm like no i'm not ruining my childhood i already lived my childhood it's over like those other books are still there like yeah you can go back and read them they're still good yeah, sure, like, it won't be the same, but like, nothing. Nothing was actually spoiled by like me sitting here and realizing that like, okay, this is just bad. You know what I'm saying? 
The Many um, Crimes of Grindelwald does not include ruining the original Harry Potter series. <laughs> I mean, she retconned so much for these books that it might as well be like an AU at this point. But yeah. um, I hope the fanfic writers are doing their best to fix this. Uh, so I don't know how they could possibly fix it, but I've seen fanfic writers perform miracles before. So uh, Me too. <laughs> so I guess. Um, I'm going to quickly go through my other things because that was like... A, f- a fucking long one, I'm sorry, but Kay and I had feelings. <laughs> um, and so I wanted to go with the, the Grimes of Crindlewald. Um, it, it, it's over now, sort of, but like the smoke in California has been so fucking bad. Um, and finally, because of the rain, like we've finally gotten a little bit of a break, you know? Um, and hopefully, like this goes through, but like essentially, we just had a long ass fire season and it it spanked us. It big spanked us. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where, like, schools were closing because they couldn't have kids outside, but then, like, the kids inside were, like, getting sick because the air quality inside also wasn't that great. Um, people were wearing masks everywhere. It looked like a hazmat zone. Um, it was real fucking scary, you guys. And I think the biggest thing is that, like, someone pointed out that it disproportionately affected the poor and the homeless because the homeless can't go anywhere and they can't afford masks i mean people were doing their best to like hand out masks to people um but like rich people were talking about the filters in their tesla and i'm like that's great but the rest of us fucking mortals like have fucking nothing to defend us from this you know um but right right now we're having uh you know, rain. And I would like to point out that this doesn't fix all of the drought problems we had because we had one of the driest years we've ever had. Like, we broke records. Um, California had a really hard year. And I think that, like, people should respect that this is a huge, like, I'm not saying that, like, just climate change is responsible, but it is a huge factor. And the fact that, like, I have to hear people be like, well, it's cold this winter. And I'm like, bruh, this ongoing drought, it's just, like, not ending. Yeah. Like, people, like, I remember when the drought first started and people were like, oh, we're going to send um, manila envelopes of water to California. And, like, yeah, that's kind of funny, but it's also kind of <laughs> sad. Um, because that's really, like, something that, you know, we probably could use. It's been really bad. Um, fire season is really dangerous. People people have lost their homes. We've lost people. Death counts have been high. Lost a whole city. Um, so just the entire yeah, town paradise is gone. Is gone. Yeah. It's just gone. Paradise is gone. There's nothing there. Um, so and the even celebrities, of it being right? Paradise isn't lost on me. Like yeah. celebrities, like um, musicians, like I have to cancel my tour because my house is on fire. Like, or what was it yeah. like? Uh, it's Martin Sheen was like missing for like a couple of days. Like, like yeah. Charlie Sheen is like, my dad and mom are missing help. Like, that's wild. Yeah. And one of my, um, one of my teachers, his dad was, uh, his dad is like 80 something. And he was like helping people evac instead of evacuating himself. And he's like, he scared the crap out of all of us. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just, I don't know. It put me in a real bad mood. Um, the rain helped. It felt like it was healing magic, but, um, it didn't make me forget, like, the rain in New York at the end of Fantastic Beasts. It didn't make me forget the bad stuff, apparently. Um, so, the also Black Friday, um, I know people are probably going to call me on being a, like, hedonist, I guess. But uh, 
went we went Black Friday shopping, my mom and I, because we're poor and we have to get Christmas presents. Um, and we did a pretty good job, but it was pouring rain. It was kind of funny. Um, but you know, like Black Friday just reminds me of like the Hunger Games. Like I just imagine some rich people sitting in their houses with their TV on, watching us like we're the fucking purge. It's fucking wild. Um, and I I just hate doing it so fucking much. Also. The fact that it's on Thursday is fucking bullshit. Like, it used to be like, oh, at midnight or whatever, or this place opens at 1 or 6. Which was bad enough. Yeah. But this already is like, oh, yeah, on at 3 p.m. in the afternoon, GameStop opens, and you can go and get your game on Thursday, fucking Thanksgiving. Now, I don't, I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, like, I mean, we eat. And we're th- I'm thankful all year round. And, I've, of course, I go to my family and I tell them I'm thankful for them and everything like that. But, like, we don't really celebrate it. Um, but people do. And, like, they shouldn't have to work on that fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, they shouldn't have to work, like, one of the worst days of the year on Thanksgiving. Because it's just I, a fucking nightmare realm. I actually have some related salt for Black Friday stuff. But, yeah. There's, there's this embroidery machine that I was looking at on Amazon. And it was like, it was a good chunk of change. So I was like, mmm. And I thought I keep like delaying hitting the button on it because I'm just like, ah, oh, it's a lot of money and I don't really want to like, you know, I could set, I could set aside money, but isn't there something better I could spend that money on? You know, like, and I was like, oh, Black Friday's coming up. I should check it out. They jacked the price up by 100%. And then they gave it a 50% discount so that it was just the same price it always fucking was. Wow. It's like, so my mom and I were shopping and it's like, oh, this toaster oven is $7.99 with a mail-in rebate, but the mail-in rebate is nowhere to be found on the on the sign. Like, it's in, like, the tiniest print underneath with a mail-in rebate. So it's like, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't fucking need this. I don't need this in my life. Or it's um, like, hey, we have these 50-inch TVs for 200 bucks, but there's only five of them, so why don't you spend... $500 on this other Oh, games. God. Yeah. I worked yeah. at Sam's Club. <laughs> so the bait and switch. I worked at Sam's Club during Black Friday, and they had that, like, like two big screen TVs for this ridiculous price. And it was literally like, are you going to get the TV? Like, going in line, the people lining up. That's yeah. And it's like, games. you're the first in yeah, line. Are you going to get the TV? Is. No. Okay. Second line. Are you thinking about getting the TV? No. Third person in line. Oh, yeah, I am. Okay. Here's a ticket so that way only you can get it because you're the third in line. They did that with. You know, unless you yeah. get stabs. Because that happens yeah. And then there's a thing, like, the rest of the people at the back of the line don't know about it, so they run in. I was here for the big screen TV, and I'm like, well, you don't have a ticket. And they're like, that's not fair. First come, first serve. But come over here to this one that costs twice yeah, as I much. Yeah, I know. Like, oh, God. <laughs> it, and, like, or they did the they did the ticket thing for PS4s. I don't know how we got a ticket. It was some miraculous thing. Um, That was for my friend one year, her sister, and I went and picked up her PS4. Um, Like, my friend got a Switch, and she waited in line for, like, forever. It was wild. I went into GameStop and had my best GameStop experience I've ever had on Black Friday, and I didn't even get anything I needed. But, like, the, this, the, it's, it was cold in there for some reason, like, real cold. And I'm like, because the gamers need to stay cool. Slams down my sunglasses. And I go in there, and I'm looking for... Um, my friend wanted the Zelda accessory kit for her Switch for Christmas. So I go in there, and I have a specific thing I'm looking for. And there's this teenager, this poor lad, and he's standing there and he's holding a bunch of stuff in his arms and he's an employee. Like I see his little pin and he looks, you know, 
He just looks so scared and afraid. Like his eyes have glazed over and he's staring at it. He looks like a deer in the headlights. He's like, can I help you? And, uh, um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for uh, the Switch accessories. And he's like, is there anything in particular you're looking for? And he's just so sad and scared. And like, I was like, oh, yeah. And to be honest, this is one of the best experiences I've had in GameStop because usually guys try to fucking like gatekeep me or like make me take a quiz on video games before I can be in there. Um, but th- but this, this teenage boy was lost and afraid. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for the Zelda kid. He's like, hold on, I'll go look for it for you. And I honestly, I think he just wanted a reason to like not be standing there. And I'm like, that's fair. That's fair as fuck. Um, so he went and looked for it for me and he couldn't find it. And they didn't, they only had the Mario one. So I was like, oh, it's okay. I'll just get it online. There's free shipping today. And he's like, okay, have a nice day. I'm like, thank you. Stay strong. <laughs> but like that, my, that poor man. Um, but like their GameStop's fucking air conditioning was like on point everywhere else. I was like melting. Um, but Yeah. I mean, besides my dope blazer, thanks for everybody hyping me up on that blazer because I got it for, um, like, way less than half the price. So, like, a fraction of the price it normally was. So, I feel pretty good about that one. Um, so then I have the Great Sculpture Meltdown of 2018. I'm, I'm big salty about this, actually. Uh, so... Our teacher, like, before the fires got, like, super bad, he assigns this assignment where we're using a 100- hundred of the same object to make something right and so i decided i'm gonna use these icicles and i want to make this like dope ball thing which i posted on um twitter at the start of it but it just it just fell apart right like a couple days in it was almost done and it just fell apart and i was like shit um so it was gonna be due today so i had to come up with something and like i just I was just not having a good time. Got a second degree burn from hot glue on my thumb. I have a scar there now. Like, it was just a bad time and I rushed to get this shitty thing done. I'm having like 10 million panic attacks about it. I keep telling myself I don't care about stuff, but I really do care. And in fact, I probably care more than when I didn't say it. Like, I don't care. Um, But, you know, I I get this like half-assed project done and I come into class and I'm so sad. Like, I'm real bummed that my original idea didn't work and I hate my new idea. And the, the teacher's just like, oh, Jesse, you're the only one who did, who came today. So we're just not going to, um, we're, it's just not going to be due because we had two days off because the smoke was so bad that they didn't want people to go outside um, because nobody could breathe at school. And so I, and then we had the break. And so then I expected, though, that because we had those days off, that he would extra expect us to have this shit done. You know what I'm saying? But, in fact, he did not. And then, like, our paper that I also did was not due. So I had a fucking giant-ass meltdown for nothing. And I'm big mad about it. Um, But there's nothing to be done about it now. Except for just understand that uh, I hate... Like, anytime someone's like, oh, art isn't a hard major, have you ever... Have you ever had to turn in something you weren't proud of and have an entire class of people tear it apart? Because fucking imagine you turn in your paper, but it's not just the teacher grading it. It's your entire class of people all grading your paper at once. That's that's what it feels like. And I so that's what I was expecting. And I had I was having like flashbacks to when I was at art school and I had these people in my class who like to make people cry Um, and like they would really just tear people apart for the sake of tearing them apart, which is not constructive criticism, but like, no, it's just being mean. It's just being mean. Um, and 
like, I, but it really fucking kind of traumatized me a little bit. Um, so I was like, that's what it's going to be like, even though I, this class of people, I don't think would do that. They're very, um, they're very good at saying like, I think you could have done this instead of this and it might've helped this, you know what I'm saying? And not, this is just fucking terrible and awful. And my teacher, this teacher isn't like my other teachers. He's very much like, well, this isn't working, but I'll tell you how to fix it. You know what I'm saying? Like, doesn't, doesn't say that I'm incompetent for having this project not look like what he expected it to, you know, like just says, well, you know, how he, what do you want to do? Like the first thing he does with this project is like, yeah, this isn't working, but what if you just, and he just picks it up and flips it upside down. I'm like, oh, that looks so much cooler. And he's like, yeah, now you can just work from here. Like he doesn't just sit there and like slander my work or whatever. But, um, I, I, like, I just, I was just having a time. I think, like, once you remember something that was bad before, like, your brain is just, like, this is automatically what it's going to be like, even if it's not, you know? And I couldn't kill my anxiety, and I haven't been able to sleep, and it's just been real bad. Um, but it's hopefully this version of the project, which, if you hear me fiddling around, is me fixing my project, and I'm sorry, but, like, I don't have very much time for anything. Um, but... I just, I was so, I was so gutted. Like, I, I, I think I vaguely mentioned it on Twitter. Um, and Richard, our resident not wizard, <laughs> uh, went to, like, talk to me about something. And I was like, I, I love you, man. But, like, I am broken right now. I'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, just those times when you're like, I have no I need him to talk to you. I, I, yeah, I'm like, I am a, I am a broken man. Um, and then my last piece of salt is, I feel like I'm always the person who has the weird little political salt, but I guess we just throw fucking gas bombs over the border now. Like, I guess that's just a thing we do, like, on innocent children and, like, families, like, not fucking, the people are, like, the insurgents, and I'm like, they're just families. Like, stop using war lingo for stuff that isn't war. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that just makes it feel like this is a war, but it's not. These are innocent people. These are just civilians. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like terrorism to me, but, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, no, that was, I just, like, appalled that this is a country that, like, claims to believe in freedom but it's just like so fucking awful to everybody inside the country and people who are just trying to get in and they're it's their right to seek asylum like i just it it was it was just so disgusting and then like the fact that there are a bunch of people on fox news being like it's not that bad the gas bombs are like natural and they don't hurt you that bad and then you see pictures of like people running into water and like crying and someone was like i think that all the fox news people who said that um the gas bombs aren't that bad should have to be subjected them and their families should have to be subjected to gas bombs and then sit there and tell everybody that they're not that bad like fuck you um yeah no i'm i'm big mad about that and it's just I'm just so angry and there's not anything I can do about it. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing I personally can do. Like I voted in the midterm elections and we did a good job and like everybody came through. Um, and I, I mean, I do my like civil duties that I'm supposed to do, but I feel like that's all I can do and there's nothing else I can do. And it just feels like, like I'm so powerless, you know, um, watching these people get hurt 
and it just seems fucking disgusting to me and especially like my fucking super religious relatives that i'm gonna have to see who like voted for trump and are like supposedly christians and who think it's okay to just fucking throw gas bombs at women and children like what what i'm sorry i like i read the bible and i don't remember the part of the bible where it was like and then jesus <laughs> threw gas bombs upon yeah. his enemies like i'm sorry i somehow yeah. missed that bless the um, soul lord thy holy yeah. hand grenade right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't remember this part. Like, yeah. um, it's it's. I yeah. don't know. I was gonna talk so, about more about that in like the other stuff we're gonna talk in imported salt. But like, yeah, like the the whole like, wait, wasn't your savior uh, like a foreigner? Wait, isn't your savior an immigrant? Didn't your savior seek asylum in Egypt when he was a child? Yeah. Hmm. Doesn't the 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 word of God from the prophets tell you? To like take care of the widow and the foreigner, but, but, but America, right? (laughs) But America. And then people are like, oh, they're taking our jobs. I'm like, you know who's really (laughs) taking our jobs right now? Capitalism and robots. (laughs) And like, uh, not to start Detroit Become Human. It's been zero days since we (laughs) mentioned Detroit Become To roll back the, um, but like uh i i don't mean like androids i just mean they're like ah oh, yes we've replaced this human body with this robot and i'm like that's a that's a real thing that's happening y'all like nobody's stealing your jobs except yeah. capitalism um yeah so, <laughs> yeah poor. uh anyway i'm getting a pair of booty shorts that say <laughs> enemy of the state on them um <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i just i'm sorry i've just been real bummed yeah. about it um because, yeah, like I said, it's hard. You're like, I'm one person. What can yeah. I possibly do about this? Um, and I uh, apparently I didn't major in law because I would have cried if I had majored in law. I would be up there crying. Um, I don't know how lawyers don't cry, to be honest. Um, but, yeah. So that's my salt. I hope everybody's doing better than I am. Um, and, and, and soon it, it's remember that it's baby it's baby grinch season it's he's the reason for the season so stay strong with the baby grinch and i don't mean that new grinch garbage anyway i mean the fucking i did learn something wait this is just to just to give us a little bit of a like an up after all that sadness i did learn that the reason the um because you know how there's this new grinch coming out this like animated one that looks terrible um so the reason that they don't the um dr the the like seuss estate i forget what his actual name is but like the seuss estate that owns the right to his stuff won't let them make um live action movies anymore is because the cat in the hat movie (laughs) because they're like (laughs) and someone was talking about how like you know how like the Grinch is just kind of chaotic neutral. They're like, but the fucking cat in the hat from the cat in the hat, Mike Myers cat in the hat was just fucking evil. And like, <laughs> like it has to be stopped. <laughs> He's the reason the Mike Myers cat in the hat is the reason they're not allowed to make live action. Um, uh, Dr. Seuss movies. Anymore. That's so there you go. A, a fun fact for all That's of you. <laughs> I was going to say the design they did for Max and the new Grinch is good, but. Unfortunately, I watched it and it's not good. <laughs> like, there's there's only one thing that made me laugh throughout that whole damn movie, and then the only other thing that I liked was like Max's design. Like, I'm like, 
Max is the best part of the whole dang movie. You you didn't um you didn't like uh um Benedict Cumberbatch as uh the Grinch. No, like, oh it's, my... it's like like I I forget what I saw, but there there was an article or no, I think it was like a post, the Twitter post or something like that that was saying that like how like what makes the Grinch the Grinch is the fact that he's like he hates people. And, yeah, like, like you know what I mean? Like he's a Grinch, and they were saying that like this one is just like he's just like a. He's just a grumpy furry. Like, that's like... Okay. It doesn't get... Yeah, so, like, it doesn't get any... any, any Like, there's, like, no motive, real motivation. I kind of feel like there really isn't. I have like, one last joke before we move into imported salt. <laughs> so I was in my friend's bathroom, and I was delirious, right? Um, because I only had four hours of sleep, and I'm sitting on her toilet, and I look over, and there, there are these baby wipes, and um, there's, like... <laughs> uh baby cucumber wipes and i was like i just start laughing and i was like asalia um isn't that that one actor (laughs) (laughs) cucumber baby wipes baby cucumber wipes and i'm like hey is that one actor and i'm laughing and she's just like you need to go to sleep like (laughs) uh oh man yeah it's it's not good and then Pharrell as the narrator was was different. I don't know. Then they just randomly Anyways, a Rockhampton um, song in there. Yeah. So, um, imported salt. Uh, I'm almost wondering if we should just read Ray's because this is just like short and just like start with Castlevania. Him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Cowboy Ray, but festive, at Rayner1337, uh, I binge-watched Castlevania during Thanksgiving, and it was really good. Episode 8 was unnecessary, though. Agreed. Across the board. Yeah. Uh, because of that, I started playing, uh, Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon, and it's very fun. I re- recommend it, uh, to anyone who loves Castlevania games or Metrovania games. I might also get Castlevania Rec Room for the PS4. So, and like, then, um, I can't confirm this because I have not gotten the Castlevania games on the PS4, but I heard tell that they may, might have uh, reworked the dialogue for some of them, which is a weird thing to do. So if you care about that sort of thing, watch out. <laughs> Interesting. That is a weird thing to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe because... The whole Tesco's bathroom thing is kind of part of the charm. <laughs> Yeah, like, I want my Tesco's bathroom recording. I want my that... miserable pile of secrets line. Yeah, and I want, like, what I want the actor playing Dracula to be overly invested while the other actor is just like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> What is a bad, what a miserable pile of secrets. I yelled that at my friend the other day, and she's just like, what? Jesse, what? <laughs> <laughs> Tell them I'm a bad influence on you. <laughs> it's perfect. <sighs> Which brings us to the big bit of salt. Um, <laughs> I'm almost like, I'm like sad now. <laughs> How do you want to read this? Do I don't know. Like, yeah. Like, Cameron, it. play this Despacito. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess I'll just read it. This comes from um, my very own baby bird at Night Twitten. 
who says, okay, hi, I'm Jake's baby bird now, and I'm fucking pissed, so strap on for some salt. In. Strap in. I meant... Gah! Anyway. He, he sent multiple messages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, y'all may have heard about a U.S. citizen being killed on Sentinel Island in, in India. I'm really fucking pissed off by the reporting on this. Every single article I've seen frames this asshole as a sweet baby tourist who just wanted to explore a different culture. He knew what he was getting into. The Sentinel... Oh, man, this Sentinel is so obviously. Sentinel Lees? <laughs> You're probably just going to chime in every time. People have literally shot and killed every visitor to their island since the British first um, started colonizing India. They are a totally unique culture with a language no one can understand and a day-to-day life no one knows anything about. They have proven time and again that they uh, have no fucking desire to interact with people outside of their island. But this isn't the tale of an idiot tourist getting himself shot because he wanted to see a pretty island. He was a Christian missionary. He wanted to save these people, whose culture is 30 times older than his fucking religion. As a missionary, he has been trying to secure passage to Sentinel Island for years. And as a missionary, he must have understood the threat he posed to the people of the island. Less than 100 people live on the um, Sentinel Island, which is only two-thirds the size of Manhattan. They somehow miraculously survived the 2004 tsunami. And this guy, a missionary, who had to know what happened happens when you contact isolated groups of people decided that preaching the word of God was important enough to risk causing a genocide. He won't, we won't know for a few months if he managed to kill all of them. Uh, they shot him, dragged him away and left his body on the beach. And I think by now they've said, uh, they've buried him in a shallow grave or something. Yeah. They don't know where that guy's body is. (laughs) Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. Um, in this, and that time it's uh, entirely possible. He transmitted a number of diseases to them. As such an isolated culture, they're doubtless have uh, no resistance to diseases from modern day America. Uh, I am just so horrifically angry at this, um, that this happened, that someone decided they knew what was right for, for another group of people and was willing to potentially kill all of them over it. That we apparently haven't learned over the years that missionary work often does more harm than any dubious good. And his church has the fucking audacity to call an investigation into his death and call that and call that those who killed him should be brought to justice. Sentinel Islanders are not bound by any Western laws. Hell, the Indian government banned entry to their island years ago and said, fuck it, let them uh, live in peace, uh, live their lives in peace. Um, the only Sentinel law we do know is that outsiders get uh, scared away or killed. This asshole broke the one known law of that island and people call it murder when its inhabitants defend themselves against colonization, spreading disease and the attempted erasure of their culture. So yeah, sorry. The salt is kind of serious, but I'm fucking pissed off and I hope the Sentinel Lees. God, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Continue uh, killing everyone uh, who bothers them. Just fucking leave them alone. So I do um, want to say one note. He mentioned um, the, 2004 tsunami um apparently they flew like i read online that they flew like a helicopter over the island and the the islanders shot a bunch of arrows at them and they're like well i guess they're still alive and just like left. <laughs> <laughs> they're like shit are they still alive are they still alive <laughs> yep let's go yeah. let's go all right <laughs> and they're like fucking metal birds flying over our freaking island 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think people understand, like, and, and, and this is my big, my big thing about when people are like, well, people from this country wear blue jeans, so they're appropriating our culture. I'm like, no, my dude, my guy, they didn't have a choice. White people, <laughs> Europeans came to their country and colonized their country. And the effects of that will be felt for years and years and years onward. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was no choice given. There's a huge difference from, like, someone in our country turning around and being like, I choose to appropriate this. And someone from another country having this thing burned into their culture by Westerners. You know what I'm saying? So, like... The, their fear of being colonized and their fear of people coming to their island and ruining everything they have is 100% fucking valid because it's not like it hasn't happened a billion times in history. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't really understand. It's not like it's not like here where we have kind of like this mixing pot culture because the colonization and the genocide happened here already. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it's currently happening if you ask some people. Like... People don't understand that, like, this country, like, someone's like, oh, we call people settlers, but really, they were invaders. You know what I'm saying? Like, and colonizers, and they should be recognized as such. But so, like, people seeing this on a modern, and, and, like, people, a lot of people agree that, like, you know, colonization bad, but then they see it happen in modern times, and they just like, yo, he was just an innocent man. No, he wasn't. Knew he wasn't supposed to be there. He bribed a group of fishermen to bring him close enough to the island that he could canoe yeah. over there. Those people have been arrested because they yeah, weren't supposed exactly. to be anywhere near that island. Because it's um, illegal. <laughs> yeah. And this the worst part is that he went once, got arrow shot at him, <laughs> left, and then he fucking came back. Yeah. This, this <laughs> is the thing that I, I'm just like, I'm just like, yo, like hitting my head, like just everything like my unpopular opinion on it is like I'm pretty sure everybody that listens to it is gonna be like, "Well, that's not unpopular," but um, like, like people that I know, like Christians, evangelicals, and stuff like that. Like, I'm like, y'all like are missing the point of your damn Bible and the like, fr- like the the Christ you say you love and adore and worship. Like, you miss everything that that like christianity is supposed to be about and like the thing is like and i know there's different dom- denominations and i was like this is this guy pentecostal because this is kind of some kind of like wild pentecostal type stuff right because i've got background in pentecostal and i'm like this this sounds pentecostal to me but it wasn't like he's just like some random like evangelical like non-denomination i couldn't find anything that i looked today but like i don't think they the ever idea- specifically mentioned his, yeah, like, I don't think they, the only thing I could find was that he got some accreditation to be a missionary from all nation from Kansas City or something like that or Kansas somewhere. Imagine. Yeah, <laughs> and, he li- and he's from like Washington. Oh but, my um, god! But like, yo, like my my whole thing is like, okay, like some point in your life you're praying and you feel like God has a calling on your life to be a missionary. And then I'm like, the fact that like I think one report said that he the first time he goes out on his canoe he's like shouting verses from genesis and i'm like like nobody knows their language <laughs> I'm sorry, and that's you're going kind to of s- objectively funny <laughs> like 
just it's like, like someone just rolls down their window when they're driving by you and starts yelling like verses from the Bible at. Yeah, and then like it's not even but, the like good ones. in Latin. Like they're yelling it to you in Latin. Yeah, in Latin. And you only speak yeah. English, and you're like, hey, no, I have no, seven million million questions. Yeah. yeah, like you're like, what? I'm sorry. What? Yeah, Maria, and you're like, Maria, what? What happened right now? Like, yeah, and like, so he's barking like scripture at them from Genesis, like in the beginning, God created the earth and the sea, and I'm like, how does that? Like, are you expecting like the Holy Spirit to translate? For like, you to be like fucking Pocahontas up in here, the Disney movie where they just touch, yeah. touch each other's chest and, and un- can understand each other's languages and they understand each other. <laughs> and then here's the thing that I'm just like, holy shit! If Jesus himself is not like about to slap you in the back of the head, they shoot arrows at him the first time. And the Bible, the word of God itself, saves his life because it the bear goes into the Bible. God's and like, I would bro, think, you gotta get out of there, man. Yeah, Bounce, that's bro. a, that's a message life. from God. That's <laughs> the hand of God literally saying, My word saved your ass. Bounce, bro. And then instead he comes back for a second time talking about like, My name's John. Jesus loves you. Here's some fish. I'm like Bringing them fit. What do you think they're eating, bro? They're on an island. Like, what do you think? How do you think they're eating, dog? Wait, did you see like, that Twitter post that went um, by talking about um, when some Inuit people met? Uh, basically, they were Christian um, missionaries, and um, the the Inuit um, people who were being like, you know exposed to these missionaries were like so if we never knew about god or sin would we go to hell and they were like well no and then they're like so why did you tell us yeah (laughs) Yeah. what what was really the point it's like it's the most like frustrating thing for me like i didn't even grow up like a christian like i like i i Yes, I became a Christian like when like 18 and then like I did like a youth pastor thing and I was like a youth pastor for like 10 years. I did all this stuff and I went to like school like I like at one point I could have just went and took a test and got a license to be a pastor. And like the thing that like I felt like pushed me away so much from it was the fact that like all these people claim to live by the word of Christ and the Bible, yet none of them read the word like you can't you I don't understand how you can just go to a place on Sunday and listen to whatever dude is dressed up there on a shirt and tie or however he's dressed or how cool or edgy he looks and just take everything he says at face value and you not go back and do your homework yourself. Like you not I mean, go back and look at content. the Bible was translated. That's the reason they didn't want the Bible to be translated, by the way, is because they wanted um, like the church, like everybody to take the church's word at value, like face value. And so yeah. they didn't want the everyday person to be able to read the Bible bible so gideon's bible was a big deal because like they're like you better not be translating it for the masses and like (laughs) i don't know what you're talking about translates the bible for the masses like they they didn't want him to do that because they didn't want people to read the word of god like they didn't want anybody to actually know what the word was they just wanted people to take them at face value yeah and it's it's just like like I was trying to think of like what's a good analogy for it, and like the best I could think is like like people like treat the Bible like smoke alarms like everyone has one in their house, but they only notice it when the battery starts dying. But the, the unfortunate thing is like the Bible doesn't have a battery, so they never hear the Bible chirp. And I'm just like I'm like there's no 
damn way that you could say like he was reading the Bible. Like I know he's quoting verses, but I'm like anybody can quote the verse. Like if you read the Bible, the freaking Satan quotes verses from the Bible. So yeah. I'm like, if that's why I always laugh when I hear like politicians like or when people say like, oh, I'm gonna go vote the Bible because this such and such polit- politician believes in the Bible. But I'm like, so does the devil. Yeah. But like you wouldn't vote for the devil, right? But he can quote scripture better than you can. He's a fucking fallen angel. Wouldn't he know the word better than you? But like the fact that I'm just like, there's so much in it. Like I'm like, how? Like even if you didn't go to church and you were just reading the Bible, even without like the, like the Greek and the Aramaic and the context and the culture and and all this other stuff. Like just to read the part where it says, and they sent out missionaries two by two. But this dumbass is going going by himself on a, a canoe. And then I mean, also like, like his church asked for like an investigation into his death, but as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing to investigate. We know what happened there to the people responsible for his death. The fishermen have been arrested, and the guy who's chiefly responsible for his death got killed by a bunch of islanders. So I mean Yeah. yeah. They're really, they're like, yeah. They're really body, like where was he buried? I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like yeah. he could have just easily as easily like been killed by some wave on and sea and then like just or just been some in the ocean random anyway. person on the street in the United States like yeah. yeah like the only thing I think is is concerning to me is the the whole disease thing about yeah it. yeah is the fact that like okay not only does he have diseases but now he's got a he's a decomposing pile of diseases <laughs> so that's the only thing that concerns me because I'm just like crap yep. they're dragging I mean, around yeah concern is that since they've been cut off from most of society for their entire lives they don't have any kind of immunity built up to modern microbes and illnesses and bacteria and then like that's that's just oh my god like it's just it's like it's just so foobar which is fucked up i mean like a huge part of how the genocide here took place like there was a lot of active genocide but there was also a lot of like when people came to colonize america they brought their diseases with them and killed so many people just by being here you know what i'm saying so that's a super valid concern that this man could have brought all of his modern or like his foreign microbes and they have no immunity against it what are they to do you know like there were a lot an entire more there were a lot more people living in america than than there are on sentinel island so the i mean obviously the devastation was incredible imagine that on a scale of 100 people like yeah yeah like and it's just like I just I don't know like um it's just it's just like I like to me and and think, oh, I don't know man like I'm just so like upset about it because like I'm like it's it's just one man's ego and then if you look like at his like um his Insta- his Instagram because I think that's all he really had all his pictures of him like hiking in the mountain and he was like supposed to be like this. He's like, oh, he's a missionary, an EMT, and, like, a mountaineer. And, like, all his pictures are these, like, wild, like, freaking, um, like, what's that one dude? Like, that bear grizzlies or whatever? Like, survive the wild and piss and freaking... Yeah. Like, like all of us... There you go, Bear Grylls. Yeah, like that dude's like, like he's like one. Of, I swear, I was looking at it today. Like one of them's like, gonna go through the river, um, you know, and leeches. And there's like a picture of a leech on his toe, and like all those exotic like wildlife things. And then like it also What's that about, phrase like, people use, um, especially to refer to like people going to volunteer in African countries. Is it charity tourism? Yeah, it's something yeah. like that. And it's just like, um. I was like, there's this old, there's this documentary that I'm pretty sure is still pretty decent. I haven't watched it in a while, but it's called Lord Save Us From Your Followers. 
And like when you see people that actually like say that they like love God and like do missionary works, they usually almost never go as like, you know, quote unquote missionaries. It's usually like we're going to Africa to like build a whale because this village needs clean water or we're going to go and build an orphanage. And um, like my wife, actually, when I was talking to her about it, she through a friend of a friend type of a thing knows a girl that she went to college with. Um, cause my wife went to like a Christian college, um, that like went to like a Muslim country, but as like a teacher and like they consider her a missionary, but she's not there doing missionary work. She's just there teaching like English and stuff like that. And like after all of this other stuff that went down, like she's like, yeah, my, like all these years that I've been there, I'm maybe talking to like five girls about Jesus and yeah. not necessarily that it's like you know, I'm here to save you and you need Jesus. And it's just like, why are you here? I'm like, Oh, well, cause I love Jesus and I love teaching. And if you want me to tell you about Jesus, I can, but if nothing cool, like I'm just here to teach you. Like yeah. the whole point is like to show love, like, like, like even the words of like Christ when they're like, which one of the commandments is the, the best or whatever. And he's like, well, you've got 10, but then all these other people have all these other um, things going on. And he says, like, you know what? Let's make it simple. I'll give you two commandments. First one, love your God with all your love, uh, all your heart, mind, and soul. Two, treat your neighbor as you, like, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah. And I'm like, it's easy. Because, right? Like, I love myself. I'm not going to hurt. I'm not going to freaking starve myself. I'm not going to kick myself out of my house. I'm not going to, like, hurt my children. I'm not going to throw gas bombs at my two-year-old. You know what I'm saying? If I'm treating you the way I would love myself, or if I love you the way I would love myself, then boom, that's all I really need to do. And if at the end of the day you're like, hey, why are you doing this? And you'd be like, uh, I kind of like this dude named Jesus. He's kind of cool. I think he saved my life. I'm a little spiritual. Sorry, it's weird. But let me tell you about it because it's how it changed my life. Boom. Like that's, but like showing up with a canoe and barking scriptures in the language that no one understands. Like, yeah, and, it's just pointless. And, seeing other people talking about like he's a martyr i'm like no my dude not and now no way shape or form is this dude a martyr and no way is this dude a hero a champion or anything like this dude did more to like hurt the name of christ and christianity than help it um it's just, I feel like it's almost like the same ego that like the Crusades had, right? Like, yeah. I must save these souls, even if well, I have I mean, to the kill Crusades them. Crusades were absolutely not about missionaries at all. They were. About it's not. It was literally. It's ego. Goods. Yeah. I mean, it it's, was mostly just, about money and goods and yeah. spice trades and whatnot. But yeah, like under the guise of being in the name of God. Yeah, in the name of God, we're going to spread Christ. No, you're not, dude. It's your ego. And that's another thing, too. I'm like, and like, a lot of his letters were like, um, I have this burden. I have to save their souls. And I'm like, you dumb bitch. Did you not read the word of God? Like, it's not you that does it. It should yeah. be God. Like, so like, and then I'm thinking of all these other missionaries that go to like, you know, Mexico and other places that like spend years learning the language and, it's and the thing is like I I can only think you would want to go to these places if you really love the culture if you really love the people. How are you loving and caring for these people if you know they cannot handle you because you just being there breathing is going to kill them? Well, kind of kind of depends yeah. on the the religion in question because I believe hereabouts they just get told where they're going by their bishops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
and it's just <laughs> yeah it's just it's just wild to me i'm just like i'm just i'm just sitting here like you know like not all christians are bad but some of y'all really fuck it up for the rest of them yeah and like yeah it's it's just really really sad like and i think there was a uh i sent it to cameron there was like this uh Twitter thread like just talking about like maybe why they're so like um secluded the way they are and then uh, same thing there was another freaking like colonizer dude that showed up and was like legit kidnapping the men and then like making them pose in like uh yeah. like the Grecian whatever um poses and stuff like that and probably doing foul evil shit to them and like no wonder why like and i think one of them was like oh it might not have actually been the people from there but like the next closest island was like 35 miles so it's not or like how, like people like used to steal other ch- children from other cultures because they were saving them but they were just stealing children yeah and i'm just i'm just like man this is like i don't know but it's anyway, like a... we should we should move on yeah. To, yeah. to wrapping this up because Kay's Discord is going out. Yeah, My Discord is trying chat. its damnedest to shut this conversation down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like your Discord's like, no, let's, let's. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I, I was like, I don't know how to place this carefully. I mean, you can edit this out, but I was like, Kay's Discord. But I, I didn't know if you saw the chat or not. <laughs> oh. I didn't just let us scream, Discord. Yeah. No, I was kind of in my like whole, like, just let me rant because it just sucks. Like, and I, I totally understand why. Um, like that the anger and stuff like that I feel is justified but like I just I, I just can't get with like there, this dude is not a hero he's not a martyr he's a fool um <laughs> the only thing I can think of and I'll I'll just end with this is that like one of the scriptures that I remember reading that like used to always terrify me when I was reading the bible was one that said, like, there will be many that stand before my throne and they'll say, Lord, Lord, I did this in your name. I cast out demons in your name. And God will reply, I never knew you. Depart from me, you evildoer type of a thing. And I'm just like, man, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because well, I do believe in I'll spiritual. Have that to, to keep me awake at night. Yeah, you know Thanks, what I mean? <laughs> but I can know <laughs> I can only imagine like the zealousness of this dude and I'm like I just I don't know because like you broke laws to do this. And like like we said like the joke like it was a joke but I honestly I feel like hand to God like the Bible saved your life from that first arrow my dude. Yeah. Like how is that not mercy from it's the like, hand It's of like Christ that old joke that people tell, you know, where the guy is sitting on his rooftop and the floodwaters are rising and a guy comes by with a boat and yeah, like, no, no, my God will save me. And then God is like, what did you want? Yeah. yeah. He gets up there and that he's was... like, why didn't you save me, God? And God's like, I sent a boat. Like, <laughs> What more did you need? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Cameron, like... I know, like, yeah, this is this is probably pissed, and we'll probably be pissed about it for a while because can, it's ridiculous. But um, thank you for sharing your salt with us. And um, if you have salt, um, go ahead and share it with us on the the DMs that podcast salt DMs are always open, um, and you can send us fifty 
um, 50 DMs messages, or you can just send us a big one. Just make sure you put like little breaks in it so that we know where the paragraph ends and a new paragraph starts because that helps us. And um, I guess with that, any last thing, any like fun stuff before we go? I don't know. We talked about that earlier in the podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go watch some uh, Jenny Nicholson videos. <laughs> Cheer you up. <laughs> here's a here's a fun fact. When I um when I send my audio and stuff, or when I finish a pretty dope phase, I always dab. So <laughs> you can't see me dabbing, but I be dabbing. Nice. I hope that makes you feel. Or or when I send something really bad to any of my group chats. Like, if I find something terrible and I send it to the group chat, I immediately dab afterwards. As soon as I hit send, I'm dabbing. So think about that <laughs> to keep you warm at night. Jesse's yeah. out there somewhere sending um, funny Terminator anal jokes <laughs> to the Discord chats and stuff. And and also Jeremy Greer. And, um, <laughs> and, and then dabbing DMs. afterwards. Yeah. I'm just gonna think about Snake's unnerved butt to make me feel better tonight. So Yeah. <laughs> so uh with that where can we find everybody on the internet? Kay, let's start with you. Uh you can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Humanity Upgrade and on Facebook and Instagram as Crowfeather Cosplay. And Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter as filthy Matt Fuck. <laughs> Hold on, let me start over. You can find me on Twitter as at Filthy Wizard or as Filthy Magic User on Tumblr, Instagram, and Twitch. Hey, and you can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Lionheart. And uh, I mentioned earlier, but you can find the podcast um, Twitter at Podcast Salt. Send us some DMs, um, some messages, and we'll read them on the show. And if you enjoy the show and you want to help support us, um, you can go to ko-fi.com forward slash salt report and uh, donate a coffee that'll uh, keep the podcast going and help us uh, pay our dad, but not our daddy, Jeremy Greer. Um, (laughs) With that, I guess we'll see everybody next week. Bye. Bye.